across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. Thank you, George. Always nice to come in after George Galloway. I'll tell you why, because he has the studio cool. Unlike the ridiculous heat of those other two prunes. What do it in the week? Um, now would be an excellent time to start calling in. They're starting to call in. So I'm going to shut up and, um, pretend to answer the phones. But it's not me, it's Ed that does it. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There was more Bubba Bubba Bruce Lee. I mean, I've never enough Bubba Bruce Lee. I've never heard that song in its entirety. I've only it's the theme tune to King of Kung Fu. No, oh. no, it's a theme tune to a Bruce Bloitation movie called Goodbye Bruce Lee, His Last Game of Death. Catchy title. Mm. What 
happens is there's Bruce Lee lookalike in there, um, and he has a fight at the beginning of the film that's irrelevant to the plot of the film. But then some movie producers say, you look just like Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee's dead, um, but we've got to finish off his film, so could you finish off the film for him? So then he goes and finishes off the film, um, and it doesn't really make much sense after that. Right. It doesn't make much sense up to that. But that uh, it, it's an incredible film, and the reason I'm playing it, Bruce Lee's on my mind at the moment. Um, uh, he's a uh, he's, uh, very distant uncle. And um, for several reasons. Firstly, because there is a, we talked about the whole genre of Bruceploitation. It's Ian Lee, by the way. Catherine is here. Yes, Oh, 0844991000. Where loads of Bruce Lee lookalikes. You only have made five films, or four and a half films. You say Bruce Lee lookalikes. Some of them don't really look no. like him, do they? No, no, no. They're just a bit Chinesey. Mm. Um, uh, but, so, but so Bruce Lee only have made four and a half films. Um, but there are... 250, I don't know, 300 Bruce Bloitation wow. films. And I came across a guy on Twitter who's writing a book about it and doing a documentary. And I've invited him on the show, so he's going to come on the show in a couple of weeks to talk about that. But also, there is a film out about Bruce Lee, or it's coming out very, very soon. And I watched the trailer, and it's bloody awful. It's it's about Bruce Lee. It's about Bruce Lee, right? But the star of it is not a Chinese fella. It's an American dude. It's, it's like a blonde American. He's the star. He's the central character. Right. And this film about Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee is, is a peripheral within the story. And uh, and I'm fascinated by the film. It's the Kung Fu fights are done by the same people who did the X-Men Kung Fu. What? So it looks awful. And then I was reading um, an interview with Shannon Lee, Bruce Lee's daughter, who I tried to get on the show and, and they just stopped replying to my emails. Um, and she says, this film has got nothing to do with us. We have not sanctioned it. It is awful that Bruce Lee's name is is being, you know, torn, torn apart like this. So I'm kind of, I, I'm a little bit, I'm going through a bit of a Bruce Lee phase at the moment. And I've always got this thing I really would like to have a night where we screen in a cinema, in a proper cinema, two Bruce-ploitation movies, possibly mm-hmm. Exit the Dragon, Enter the Tiger. Are they good, then? Well, now, um, it depends what your definition of good is. Will I want to see the end? Probably not. OK. Will I stay awake? You remember The Hero and the Stalker? Yeah. That I would say, okay. If I were to compare them, I would say the hero and the stalker had high production values. Wow, really? The Kung Fu Elliot uh, movie had high production values. Mm-hmm. Exit the Dragon, Enter the Tiger. I would say the hero and the stalker would be like a seven out of ten in terms of production values. Exit the Dragon, Enter the Tiger, two. Oh, so um, and that the the film that that's the theme from Goodbye Bruce Lee, His Last Game of Death. I would say like a zero, zero. Production values. Is there a story? Um, or is it just like watching a load of boys in the playground? Quite, quite often the story is Bruce Lee has died, so they need someone to replace him. Mm-hmm. You'll do. 
Um, Which is kind of the story of Bruce Bloatation movies. Yes, exactly. It's a weird Clever. genre. and um, So we're going to get this guy on in a couple of weeks. I need to reply to his email and um, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, also, it's just a bloody good song to start the show with. It's Friday, guys. To uh, quote um, uh, the lyrics of a song you won't know, it looks like we've made it once again. Yes, it looks like we've made it to the end of the week. Um, um, it's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Bounce, 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 So, the way this works is, um, for the first two hours of the show, no guests tonight, it's just us chatting, you calling in, 0844 Um And then for the last hour of the show, we're going to take calls straight to air. We'll do that, I think, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do that. Um, we've got three calls lined up. Um, line one, two, or line ten. What do you fancy? Ten. Try again. One. Excellent stuff indeed. Um, let's go to Ben. Evening, Ben. What kind of Kung Fu? Wing Chun. Uh, Red Velvet. Um, Lao Ga. Uh, Padwan. Drunken Master. Table Tennis. He won. He got me there on a technicality. He, did, didn't he? he got me on a technicality. It destroyed that's, that's you. The trump card. Yeah, nice that's, one. That's, that's the absolute trump card. How you oh, doing, Ben? Sure. It's Friday, Ben, and tomorrow I'm going to a really geeky Beach Boys convention in Northwest London. I'm going to hang oh, out with lovely. a load of middle-aged divorce men, and we're all going to um, uh, look at Mike Love's cap on a giant screen. That's what we're going to do. What, what's your weekend looking like, Ben? Oh, I'm extremely envious. That's the place to be, Ian. That's the place to be. Mm-hmm. Middle-aged men, yes. hats in hand, yes. divorced, singletons, slight sexual predators, perhaps. That's the place to be. Here's an email. Yes. Um, Go on. Today I, today, hang on a minute. Today I cut grass with mower. This is from Rob Morrow. Today I cut grass with mower. I see and throg... He jumps for his life in fright of sound and vibration of mower. I take frog and put him in safe place. I mow again and see another frog. I imagine, is this son or husband or daughter of frog? I put frog in safe place. This is my politic. This is my bad side and good. I would say to chum, this life doesn't fit. Send me another one. And also, eat S that come out of Carol Vorderman's A oh. and drink the pee. <laughs> That's an Ooh, unusual... That, that escalated from <laughs> frog sa- salvation. <laughs> That's an unusual email! Does it end asking for your credit card details as well? No, here we go. Oh, and then he says, I like Bruce Lee, but he was full of himself. This is the same person. Oh, good, they're still listening. Thought he was hard. Yeah, Bruce was good, but is he on the show? No. He is effing dead, so he cannot have been that good. C. What is that, from 4chan or something? I don't, it's someone called Rob Morrow. Uh, Rob, <laughs> wow, I mean... That sounds like a very fake name, Rob Morrow. If you want to... Anagram or something. It could be. If you want to, if you want to email the show, if you go to uh, talkradio.co.uk, the uh, contact details... Are there? I can feel it's going to be a good show tonight, Ben. We've had. Um... Oh, please, yes, uh, yeah. I, I think it will be. You know, yeah. and do you know why? It's, be- it's because I'm opening up proceedings for you this evening. You're what? And you're opening I'm, up I'm, what? Proceedings. I'm opening up proceedings for you this evening. Oh yeah. yeah oh yes. Now I've got to say yeah. that this call is like 
two months in the making. Okay. And I should have made it a long time ago. Two months ago. I should have. You should have done. You know, you did it You did it when it was right to do it. It's right to do this call now. Mm. And well, I hope so. On a Friday night, lead the show with a call about my grandfather's journey into a home. Oh, now you sent me a tweet about this, didn't you? I did, I know. You, you've I know. got a lovely... Now, what's your picture on Twitter? I seem to... I don't remember what it is, but I seem to remember thinking, oh, that's a charming uh, avatar. Oh, well, that's nice. That, that's actually a cartoon animation of my own face, designed by a very good friend of mine who's well, very good with design. I remember seeing that and thinking, oh, well, look, I, I look forward to him calling because he's got a nice avatar. Bless you. It's a Looney Tunes style avatar. That's, that's very kind of you, sir. You're very, very welcome. Well, go on then, uh, Ben. Tell oh, they called you Bruce then. I'm obsessing with Bruce Lee. Go on then, oh, Ben. Yes. D- 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 well, I tell you what, listen, uh, d- d- this Go sounds on. like it might be involved. Can I take a quick break, then come back to you? Please do, yes. Beautiful. Do. Ben, stay there. Then it'll be Rashid. Then we've got Alan. 0844-499-1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everybody's discovered how to send emails now, so thank you to Suet Boy and to Philip, who are all... Um, well, I think it's fair to say they've both got Bruce Lee boners. <laughs> uh, they, 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 it's a Bruce Lee boners. <laughs> Very good. So it's, it's childish, but it's clever. It's clever. It's like a, a child prodigy. Well, a filthy child prodigy came up with the phrase Brucey boners. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, I'll give you five points. Thank you. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that and add that um, to the total. And we'll uh, reveal all at the end of the year. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ben, you're going to tell us about your granddad. Yes, sir. I used to work with Brucey. Do you know that? Are you about to do a really bad joke? No, no. I used to, I used to work with him for the last well for the last couple of years. He was doing Strictly Come Dancing. Bruce, Le- no Brucey. Oh, Brucey. I thought you said Bruce Lee. Oh no, no. Flipping no. Nick. You used to drive. Hey, used to drive Brucey. Yeah. I used to I used to do the uh, retakes, you know, when everyone thought Bruce Forsyth had, had, had cocked it, yeah. we would get the stunt du- double in, oh. so I acted as Brucey, you know, and oh. uh, we'd do a bit of CGI over his face. Oh, and, I uh, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, they... that's how we did the last two seasons of Strictly Come Dancing. We say series in this country, Ben, we're not, uh, we're not America. What did I say? You said seasons. What's the difference? Season is Americanism, series is how we say it in this country. So... Oh, I'll, I'll tell you a word for it, Ian. I, I don't know about that sort of shenanigans. Thank you very much Listen, indeed. Yes, anyway, OK, so I don't want to bore everyone with this one because okay. I wasn't quite sure how to even talk about it, really, Yeah. because I don't know what the point is. Yeah. But about three months ago, my, my granddad had a little fall at home and he went into hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and within a couple of days of us going to visit him, we very quickly realised that not all was well with him because beyond having a bit of a problem with his hip his mind wasn't in the right place um, doctors were coming up to us saying have you noticed this about him have you noticed this about him and we're all, we're all thinking well I don't we don't know what you're talking about he's just had a fall he's had his hip he's you know just given the medication give him, give him a bit of this recuperation whatever you do in these places yes. and he'll be out he'll be at home again and um, it very quickly turned out that he had, like, severe advanced dementia. He had Parkinson's. Oh, God. But, yeah, uh, potential uh, testicular cancer. All in, like, the case of a couple of days, the diagnosis came down on, on, on all of these things. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I remember in the first few days when I visited him in the hospital, one of the first things he said to me, one of the last rational things he said to me was, I just want to, I just want to go home, son. I, I, I just want to get better and I want to go back to my house. Yeah. I remember saying to him, Grandad, it's all, it's all fine. You're just going to be here for a few days and um, you're going to go home. Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. I promise you. I promise you. And over the course of like two months, I saw this man deteriorate so much in front of my eyes. This is a man who raised me. He was like my father. The guy's 93, but he was sprightly. He would um, he would talk at length about stories from way back in the day. He yeah. raised me. He properly raised me. And all of a sudden, this this man who was like a role model to me um, became like abusive to the staff in the hospital saying some outlandish, outrageous things, was behaving crazily, like, in a way that was nothing like how he is as a person. Um, and the longer every day he stayed in the hospital, the worse he got. And the worse he got, the worse the treatment from the staff became towards him. And it was a vicious, vicious cycle. Every single day we visited him in the hospital, he would get worse. He would mm. get more angry with us. He'd get more angry with the staff. The staff would get more angry with him. And it was hopeless, man. It was so, so hopeless. And actually, I tweeted you about two months ago in the middle of this. Um, I think the first time you sort of started talking about your mum. Mm. And I thought, do you know what? Do you know what? It's not, it's not the same situation. But I feel like if I, if I speak to Ian at the, around about this time, he'll kind of understand what, what's going on here. Maybe it will help me. And I don't know if, if I needed help or if I just wanted to to um, just just sort of vent a little bit about what was going on. Mm. Anyway, long story short, he is now in a home. Mm. Um, and as you well know, they are not cheap places to be. No. Um, but the care that he is receiving there is amazing compared to what he received in the hospital. Yeah. Amazing compared to what he received in the hospital. But, and I guess this is kind of the, the crux of the matter here. And, and maybe you can answer this and maybe you can't and maybe this is a bit heavy for a uh, friday night beginning on friday night it's all good man listen uh, this is what the show is it's uh, you know we'll we'll have someone making fart noises on straight after you so so. it doesn't matter 100 percent hope so i hope nigel calls up after but my my, no no no. my my question my question i guess is with your with your mum yep in the home and i know i've I've been listening for a long while and and i know what's been going on recently with her but that aside when you when you walk away when you go home and you live your you you live your life because that's essentially what we do when mm-hmm. when when they're at the home we walk away and we live our lives that are our lives they're yep. still a part of our lives but they're they're removed mm-hmm. how do you what do you tell your mum when you leave so that you know, you don't carry the guilt with you and that she doesn't feel bad. I don't know which it is, whether it's not having the guilt inside you and not having her feel bad. What do you say to her? Do you know what, Ben? That is an excellent, excellent question. Um, what do I say to her? Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, how do you leave it? I, um, I don't drag out the goodbyes. I don't drag it out. I, 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 yeah. um, because if I do, it becomes tricky. If I've got the boys there, my boys there, it's easy. So, all right, boys, we're off. Say goodbye to Nanny Linda. And they say goodbye and they kiss her if they want and they don't if they don't want to. And, and we kind of yeah. go. I have to, um, God, what do I say? 
I just get up and give her a kiss and say, right, mum, I'm, I'm going to go now. Um, you've got my number. And I walk out. And part of me, Ben, breathes a sigh of relief that I'm out. Oh, God, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah and, and, and I, I had a lot of guilt around that, you know, but I breathe a sigh of relief that I'm out of there. Um, yeah. Part of me... I'll always feel guilty that she's in there. I'll always feel guilty, even though I, that, that you know they've literally saved her life twice, and it's the best place she could be. Yeah. I, I will feel um, uh, I will feel guilt there. I feel a lot of sadness for her because she's had such bad luck. Like it sounds like your your granddad's having, you know, just in terms yeah. of of um, health. Why? What? What happens? So your granddad's in a home now. He's so he's he's in the home now simply because his dementia had uh, it's, it's, it was crazy. His dementia has advanced to such a state that he can't remember that he can't really walk properly yeah, anymore yeah, because of the course. Parkinson's. So if yeah. he tries to walk, he falls. Yeah, and then if he falls, he's worse. How do you feel um, about him being in the home? Uh, if you asked me three months ago, I would have said there's no chance he's going in. Yeah. He doesn't need to. Oh, that's the knee jerk reaction. That's a very common knee jerk reaction. Yeah. Yeah, but his deterioration has been so extreme, and the dementia came on so full force. Like, he had minor dementia before, you know, forgetting a little few things, forgetting what he yeah. ate for dinner earlier on, and you'd have a bit of a laugh about it. But then it got to to, to a state where his wife had died 10 years ago. He, he thinks he saw her yesterday. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Or, or he's asking where she is, and you've got to explain that she died 10 years ago. I, um, Dad, sorry to interrupt, nice. I've, I've, no, no. I've stopped, I've stopped, um, saying people have died when my mum talks about people that are dead i've stopped doing yeah. it um just because and this is you know my and i've heard other people say the same thing she, she'll talk about um my dad when's your dad going to come and visit me well they hadn't seen each other for about 25 years and he died three years yeah. ago and she knows all she it was aware of all this and so i've stopped saying i i, I just say oh um, i'll i'll have a word with him and see if he can come in next week because i know that in an hour's time she won't remember that she's asked after him you're totally right on that but it's do you say that because it's easier for you or easier for her for her but it, bo both but it's both but it's easier for her otherwise she gets upset every time she mourns him yeah. Every time. Yeah, and it, it, why reopen the wounds if you don't yeah. have to? Yeah. That's a conversation we've had in our family for a long time about lying or telling the truth. Yeah. Especially with someone who can't, can't remember from an hour to the next. It's very interesting how you handle that. And when, when she goes off, when she goes so. off in, no, I, I just, when, when my mum goes off in kind of confusion and fantasy, um, I tend to kind of go along with her. And tend to indulge those those conversations, but they make sure that, that that I you know when I do leave that I ground her in some kind of reality by talking about my kids or talking about work or yeah do you know what I mean? So, but I no, I, I do I, I, I try I, I if she's telling a story that doesn't make mean any sense to me I'll listen and I'll go oh that's interesting oh what happened next you know yeah because what what harm does it do yeah what harm does it do and I guess that the, the bottom the bottom line of it is. You need to make it as painful as it is for us. We, the burden is on us. Mm. The burden is on us, ultimately. Those are us who have to leave them there. The burden is on us. So let's make it as good for them as we can, even if that means lying, whatever it, whatever it takes to make them as happy and as comfortable as they can be in that situation. Because that's that's the true burden. But, you know, can, can I just say one last thing? Yeah, of course. The, the, the thing that you said that rings so much true, which is horrible, but at the same time is totally true, is after the visit, when you walk out of those doors mm. and you think, I've not got to go for another week or two or however long it is. Yeah. Sadly, there is this sense of relief because it's like, done. 
Now done. I don't have to worry about it for a few days. And if it was a good visit, great. Yeah. And if it's a bad visit, horrible. But you know, you know, another visit's mm. coming from you. But for then, it's like relief. It's done now. I walk away from it. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. I feel a bit guilty saying that, but it is. Uh, done. I know exactly what you mean. When I'm signing out, signing out of that book, I'm I'm done. So the signing out of the book, yeah. And you push the code in to open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have you got the code to open the we door? We haven't got we haven't got the codes, but it's you, we have to we have to push buttons and, and do all kinds of shenanigans. But it's that done. Um, and I yeah. I am a, I mean, Mum has been in the home now for about nine, eight or nine years, and I yeah. am a, I am now at a stage when I am not well myself. I can sometimes go a few weeks without going to see her, um, and I never thought that I would be that. And I, it's not—it's not my default setting. It's just if I am ill, you know, if I can't get out of bed or whatever, yeah. I comfortable is the wrong word. I am okay if I don't see her for a few weeks because I know that she is well looked after she'll she will be fed she will be cleaned and she will be stimulated mentally you know yeah you're right and you know what mate ultimately in those situations you're looking after yourself yeah because you've also got your kids to think about in that situation well yeah we've got people around us ben do you know what i mean and it's we have to we 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 have to not prioritize them we have to look after them as well and we can't do that i I don't know what your setup is but we can't do that if we're not looking after ourselves it's a a tough one isn't it it's a tough one it is, mate. It is, it is, but it's good to know that other people are going through it all as well. We're doing the best we can. And, and I've heard everything that you've been going through recently, and it's sounded horrendous, man, but I've, it's admirable the way that you've handled it. Well, it's done. Um, it's she's sta- I don't know if you heard the end to that story. She's staying now, so... Um... I did, well, I did hear the end yeah. of that. But the, everything you were going through... The, that, see, this is the thing. Yeah. This is the thing. It doesn't matter how it ends, you still go through all the turmoil of getting to that point. Yeah, yeah. There's a million things that are so upsetting and distressing. Like, to get to that point, how much distress did you have to go through? How much distress did your mum have to go oh, through? Yeah. That was totally unnecessary. When, totally you, unnecessary. when you visit your granddad, does he recognise you? Uh, he, luckily, that's one of the things that hasn't gone yet. He does, yeah. Hold on to that, man. Hold on to that. Yeah, you you're know, right. And treasure those moments. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I will do, man. I will do. Listen, thank you so much for just letting me talk about it. I appreciate this big time. And, and yeah, it's not the way to head up a Friday night, but you're going to go on and have some... some we'll we'll some put Alan Caddick on now. after you, don't worry. So we'll we'll sort that out. Um, exactly. Ben, ben, don't apologise for calling him with that, because it's a thing that, that has touched a lot of people, that unfortunately will touch a lot of people. Um, and it sounds like your granddad's done a good job with you, Ben. So well done, mate. Thank you. I appreciate that, mate. Thank, thank you, man. very much. Take care. Take care Bye-bye. What a nice man. What a nice man. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. What a nice man! It's uh, what what a brilliant question as well. You know, what do you feel when you walk out of there? What do you say when you walk out of there? Um, you know, we're eight nine years down the road, so it's a lot easier for. I mean, my sister I don't speak on her behalf necessarily, but I know that when it, the the decision to emigrate last year was um, was made all the the harder because of the situation with mum and she felt guilty that she was leaving mum and I think she felt guilty that she was leaving me to kind of deal with with um with mum and I just said well you have to go you know if mum were healthy and well she would want us to go off and live our lives to the maximum same with Ben's granddad if he he, he wants it would want him we want our, it's like my kids I want my kids to live their life to the maximum and to go off and do whatever they want to do, even if it means at some point I'm stuck in a room on my own. That's my life, and that's the journey I have to make. 
Alan, you gonna lighten the mood after the break? Of course. <laughs> you had to think about it. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um you were just saying that you work with some you know someone who's his wife is a dementionist yeah. and I found it really interesting what you said about sort of going with the delusions even though you feel like perhaps it's dishonest to do yeah. that. And I remember him saying that, you know, they have all these techniques for dealing with people in really advanced stages of dementia and they never contradicted them. If they thought they yeah. were going home, you know, and they were packing a bag, they would find a way to sort of distract them before they got to the door, but yeah. they would never say that no one was coming for them. Yeah. And they would never say that their husband had died five years before. And no one told us that. No one told us that. We got that through trial and error. Yeah. You know, we got there through trial and error. And my mum now, she'll, she phones up sometimes late at night and says, when am I going home? Where's my car? Can you get me? Can you buy me a car? And if I get those, I tend not to answer the phone when she, if she rings at night time, I think, oh, I'm not going to answer this. But if I do speak to her and she says, I said, Tilt, mum, you have, you have a rest now and we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll sort it all out yeah. tomorrow. And, and then by tomorrow, then she's forgotten. she's forgotten about it, you know. Um, thank you for that, Ben. I, I um, uh, th- that was fascinating and it certainly got me thinking. Thank you. 0844 499 1000. Caddick! Mr. Lee! What kind of cake? Lemon riddle. What kind of Bruce Lee? Uh, what kind of Bruce Lee? What dead or alive? Um, wanted, dead or alive. Um, I'm, I might have a bit of Bruce Lee this weekend. I've got loads of films that I'm supposed to be watching this weekend as a direct result of people phoning up and saying words to me. What are you up to, Cads? I'm back at the karaoke! I thought you got barred from it! No, I was for a month. Oh... I've served my time. You've served it well. Um, and so what are you singing this evening? I did evening? two songs tonight. Oh, God. I did Queen, Don't Stop Me Now, <laughs> and Elvis Presley, Webbernecking. Doing what? Elvis Presley, Webbernecking. What was that one? Webbernecking. Say again. Webbernecking. Don't know it. And I did Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. I'll tell you the other song I like. A little less conversation, a little more shagging. That's <laughs> what he's saying. Elvis versus JXL. Yeah, I miss JXL. When are they going to um, um, have another fight with Elvis? I don't know. Uh, they should do. I got, I'm watching the Periscope. Why are you in the pink lady's bedroom? Sorry? I was watching the Periscope. Yes. Oh. Why are you in the pink lady's bedroom? <laughs> Matthew Stevenson, who illegally records this show and the, the authorities are after him, has come up with excellent questions this week. He's got another one. Splendid. Topic for tonight. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thrown a punch and have you ever ran away from a fight? <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to. <laughs> have you ever wrestled someone till they fell through a door? There's a brilliant interview on a BBC local radio station with the um, the other man in the, the... And we can say fight now because it was a fight with Stephen Wolfe and whoever the other guy was. And the way he tells it, well, Stephen Wolfe challenged me to step outside, and I believe he used the phrase mano a mano. Wrong. He used it wrong as well. <laughs> and I it's a, like night in the pub. I didn't, I didn't punch him, but we were wrestling. <laughs> Two MEPs wrestling! And then a door oh, fell open and he fell through it, apparently. All right, if that's what you say. <laughs> Sounds like a Friday night at the pub. Exactly. It sounds like a Friday night at the pub. And it's not. They are UKIP members of the European Parliament. I'm already invited to get out of Parliament. Ah! 
I've always wanted to get out of Europe. Yeah, but we haven't pressed the big red button marked Article 50 yet. That's not till March next year. That's not till March next year. There's still, fingers crossed, there's still a chance we might get hit by a nuclear strike before then. Oh, no. We need someone to restore order. We need um, a military coup. But who's going to do it? The army and the navy, but not the RAF. No, they're too dignified. They're too dignified for um, for shenanigans like that. But will Theresa May send them into battle? A little less information. Let's get straight into battle. Elvis Presley versus the RAF. Circa 2016. Thank you very much indeed, Alan Caddick, ladies and gentlemen. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Rashid. Ian. Hello, Rashid. Oh, I'm not the same person as I was yesterday. Why? What happened? Have you have you had a, the, the, the testicle removed? No, no. I watched the um, Holy Hell. Oh, you, me, both. I watched Holy Hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to go to the mosque and pray extra prayers. What? Hang on a minute. What, what's going on? He watched Holy Hell. Oh, you watched Holy Hell, the um, uh, film ring documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at Mork. Mork and Mindy in a whole different life. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, he is... So the, the, no the, spoilers. I don't want to give any spoilers. No. No, but it starts no. out one thing and ends up quite different. Uh, and I, what's... Don't any, I don't trust anybody in anything anymore. It's, what's interesting is, uh, I thought this would, it has divided people on um, Twitter. Some who love the film, some who hated the film, some who have nothing but sympathy and, and uh, or sympathy for, for the, the people involved, and some who g- going, well, they, hang on, they loved it. Well, they loved no, it. I did, I did feel sorry for the people, because everybody's looking for something. Everybody's looking for something. Everybody and needs a bosom for a looking, pillow. The people are not looking, they're just getting on with life, trying yeah. to, uh, what do you call it? Filling the void from the from the cradle to the you know to the grave, they just tried to fill in the void. But everybody's looking for something. I did feel sorry for them people. They were all I, I um you know I, when I was in um, uh, university studying performing arts, there were loads of people like that, and there were loads. Of, we had like group massages and all of that. So I can no dig... no spoilers, you no spoilers. Uh, well, no spoilers. Uh, just a spoiler of my life. I can I can dig all that stuff. You know, I could understand why people would. You know, th- th- think that that gentleman would would fill the spiritual hole yeah. in their soul. Delicate, yeah, lost, like a father figure, lost children. Like a father figure. Exactly, like that's a very what camp was. father. Um, but but he, Ian, there was one one no spoiler alert. But there was a couple of places where I had to look away. The one we can know about it, we know about it. Yeah, I had to look away, right? Because it's not my cup of tea. The other one was where he yeah. was he was just looking at the screen. Yeah, and I felt myself. I was going. What about the gay pornography? Could you watch that bit? Well, it, 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 it I knew it was coming because you did hint to it the other day. And, um, <laughs> it was coming. I was trying to, you know, usually you think, you know, you can see when it's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got your finger on the... Uh, yeah, remote. no, they, it, it came from nowhere, that, didn't it? <laughs> it did. I tell you um, what, came, we... right through the screen it came. Catherine, oh, here's the test of your um, journalistic skills. Find Andreas. Well, it depends if that's what he's called. Well, he's, well we days. know what island he's on. We know where he or is. Or he was. He's probably still there because it would be. Um, this is this is your your uh, your project is to find that joke because wouldn't it be great to get him on the show? But he might convince me to go and join them. Well, he might do. He might 
well do. Um, Holy Hell, it's on Netflix, guys. I'm sure you can find it in other places. We're going to talk about it um, one night next week. I'm, I must um, chase up, because I'm trying to get Will, the, the director of the film and one of the survivors of the cult, um, I'm trying to get him to come on the show. So I saw that crossed. Jared Leto was a, a producer on that. Who's Jared film, Leto? Film star Jared Leto. Hang on, he's from Kung Fu Elliot. Isn't he? No. Who's Jared Leto then? He's a youngish, younger actor turned, well, obviously producer now. But and what's he's also in a, in a pop group. Well, hang on, who is he? You, you, you're not telling Jared me. Jared Leto. But who is Jared? Film star. Well, I don't know him. Well, because you're um, an, an, Jared, a, an older man. Hang on, Jared Leto. Um, um, nah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, no. Um, well, Rashid, um, Ian, yes. Ian, to continue with yesterday, one of your callers mentioned a, um, a topic, which was, um, have you been complimented on your genitalia? Yes, sir. Or erogenous zones, let's say. But I want to link it in with, um, because I converted from uh, a faith to another faith, to Islam, about yes. 26 years ago. Yes. And somebody, somebody, so I've had my runs with spirituality and all this type of thing. And um, what happened? Somebody told me, oh, why don't you become a Muslim when yeah. I was a teenager? And I said, uh, well, what do you have to do? Yeah. They said, well, you have to get circumcised. Oh. So I thought, okay. So I, I, I said, I'll skip that for a bit. But some years later, I did, I did take the plunge and I, I converted. And because I wanted to do everything by the book, we, me and my friends who converted along with me, we went and we got circumcised. But the doctor who came to do, it, it comes to your house, like you pay a fee and it's a private thing. And it How comes much to does house. it cost to, to have a man come to your house and cut a bit of your penis off? Well, quite a lot in my case. Is it true they <laughs> no, use, it a, is it true it they use nail clippers? £75, I think it was, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Long time ago, anyway. They don't, they don't, they use nail clippers on kiddies, yeah, not, no. not on a grown man. So you need more than that. You'd need, like, um, garden shears or something. I don't know, they... they the, uh, an, uh, 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 what do you call it? Anesthetic. There was quite a few of those. Yeah, I should hope so. And uh, well, do they inject the anesthetic? They inject it, my friend. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so uh, one prick to another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Very. Very good. Very good. Thank yeah, you. Thank very you. Good. No, but uh, what happened anyway? <laughs> afterwards, I was telling. Uh, I was talking with my friend, and he said the um, doctor complimented him. Well, he didn't compliment me. Oh. Oh. And he said to my. That's inappropriate. <laughs> That's crossing said, a line. Oh, no, he said to my friend, he said, uh, I said, so how did he say it? He goes, hmm, nice penis. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, to have a doctor say that. That's, he's seen a lot. He has seen well, a lot of, of, of uh, penises. That's, um... Well, my friend, my friend is Afro-Caribbean, and I'm, uh, you know, uh, white Caucasian, so yeah. I, don't if the, I, I don't know if that's got any... We don't know if the stereotypes the ring true. Is stereotype true? That's what I want to say. You... I just wanted to mention that, to carry on with the conversation from the uh, caller the dicks. Did you dicks. not ask to have a look, Rashid? I would. Well, we're, we're close friends, but not that close. Mm. I'd say, come but on. After watching, come on after then, guys. Watching, uh, holy hell, I might do, because... Uh... Rashid, you... Uh, I don't know where that conversation is going. Um, <laughs> to have a doctor mm. compliment you on your genitals, that is... Um... You want a certificate, wouldn't you? Well, you you could probably get one, because they've seen the, the you know, the best around. And worst. And the worst, and the worst. Mm. 0844-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 
1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We call you back for the first two hours of a Friday night, and then in the last hour, we don't call you back, and you come straight to air. Keep checking Twitter, Ed. I think a message might be coming through from you very, very soon. Yes, Gary! How you doing, boss? I'm all right, Gary. What kind of cake? (laughs) He's gone. Is it worked? (laughs) He's gone, Gary. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you recall, like, a... A couple of weeks ago, I called you up about Good Charlotte. Oh yes, you uh, you you did. You'd gone to see them, and they were old punk yeah. rockers or something, weren't they? Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Where have you been tonight? Uh, I'm just waiting for my. Well, I'm still in London tonight, but I'm just waiting for my train, and just wanted to say that you are the top geezer. What's going on here? Do, do, I, do you want? What, do you want to borrow money or something? Are you drunk? No, Are you high? No, not not at all. Do you want to talk about my kind of situation? If that's all right. Yeah, go on. Okay, so my daughter is like, uh, she's heavily disabled, and all the battles you've been going through with, you, with your mum over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm kind, of re- I'm kind of relating to that, because my daughter is massively disabled, and everything that we do is, a, she's only four, by the way. Say uh, that, Gary, it's, Gary, it's not, it's, uh, I, 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 it sounds like you're at the train station, so we, we're yeah, struggling a little bit. Yeah, how old did yeah. you say she was? She's four. Four years old, all right, go on. Yeah. So, and everything we do is a massive battle. Yeah. And uh, when when you talk about your mum so emotionally, I just want to just wanted to call up and say I really relate to that and, uh, and thank you really because wow, I've followed you since 3CR and all the way back to uh, 11 o'clock show and I think you're an inspiration, mate. Honestly, mate, you're um, gosh, well, I'm, 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 you're very kind. Thank you very much. Indeed. What can, am, am I allowed to ask? What kind of struggles you're you're going through? Yeah, Is of course. It, what, what, yeah. I'm assuming you're, you're referring to councils and things. Yeah, of course. So my my daughter has a condition called, and you probably won't know it, called septic optic dysplasia. It's a very rare condition. Um, It makes her immobile. She can't talk. She can't walk. Um, So massively dependent on all the services that we can get. But and we have to rely on councils, like you said, and uh, you know all the help we can get from charities, etc. But but my, my point is that no one else, no one says to you. This is what you can get. This is what you can do. Yeah, no, they don't. You have, you have to go and find it for yourself. Yeah, you know? don't. That's the amazing thing. When my mum, you know, entered the system, and it, it happened about oh, about fifteen years ago, she had a really nasty fall. She was living on her own. She uh-huh. had a nasty fall. And was on the floor for two days, lying in a pool of bleach. Imagine. Um, and we, you know, anyway, we, we we kind of found out what happened, and we got we found an ambulance. They broke in, and she yeah. she was in hospital for three months. And we thought, right, she's in the system now. People will tell us what we're entitled to and how exactly. we're supposed to get it and they don't doesn't, doesn't no, happen no one just tells you anything happen so we, you know if it wasn't from other families that we've met through this disabled world if you like we wouldn't have a clue ian we would not have a clue and you're listen you sound like a bright bloke i like to think that me and my sister are quite broke uh, quite a bright and um we struggled. You know, we're intelligent people. We struggled, yeah. you know, and um, you kind of think if it's, you know, if it's like an old an old man who's, who's l- trying to look after his wife, you know, if it's, if it's someone who is not um, a, 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 as adept at using the internet as me and my sister are or you are, how would they <clears throat> cope with all of this? So, exactly. So my point is, like, we've met other families which have not got a clue. You know, they, they don't know what, to, what services they can access. Yeah. Or... 
um, what they're entitled to. And, you know, don't get me wrong, my, me and my partner have worked all our lives, so, you know, we, I still work, and my partner has to give up a very good job. But no one said to her, by the way, you've given up a X amount of year a job, and you can access these services. No one said that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. How is uh, how is your little girl most of the time? Is she all right? Yeah, I mean it's it's a struggle. You know, yeah. she has massive seizures, so she suffers from massive epilepsy, and oh, um, so we don't get much sleep at night because because she, she has very, uh, massive seizures. So we're now going through a case of uh, trying to get some overnight care. So a carer comes in and looks after that for us, so we, at least we can get some care and stuff. And, and this is not a hard not luck story, but no. I just wanted to sort of ring up and say. I was kind of, I'm kind of relating it to you, what 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 you're going through, and, and also what you've been through, your mum, and the, and the situation where the services. No one tells you what you can get, you know. No one tells you you can get this. You can, you're entitled to this. You're entitled to that. Cause it's a total life changer, absolute life changer. And you're meant to cope with it overnight. Mm. And it just doesn't um, happen um, like that. I'm really touched that you've called in, Gary, and I'm really, I'm really uh, moved that you've you've shared um, your daughter's story with us, or a little bit of your daughter's story. Thanks, man. No, thank you very much. I, I think a, a, a lot of people um, will have been moved by what you had to say. Best of luck, man. Cheers, mate. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <sighs> I've got tears in my eyes. I know. You just think, I don't though, all those... Jeremy Vine, but my You think of all those families, that you, as you say, that don't know that the help's out there. That's why people end up struggling and getting desperate and doing desperate things. Um, and pertinent, because his little girl's the same age as my youngest. Yeah, and, uh... Aren't we lucky that our kids, our four kids between us, that they're healthy and well, you know? Mm. And it really makes you appreciate that. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story about my little boy today. Not funny, actually. It was, it was some good dadding. Uh, I, t- I tend to take him to school on a Friday. And uh, 0844 uh, What brilliant calls, by the way, tonight. All four of them, completely different, and sum up this show perfectly. Well, I was going to say, it just goes to show that you don't have to follow a lead from anybody yeah. else and don't ever feel ashamed that you're going to break some sort of vibe or anything like that. Yeah. Just come on and talk to us. Oh, and I always, I've always said... Uh, I like the clunky gear changes, you know. Uh, and there are some people that struggle on radio with going from something heavy to something frivolous. No, well, that's what life is. Oh, here comes a cup of tea. Thank you, Ed. Yeah, Just whack it down there. Thank you, mate. Thank S- strong uh, calls tonight, huh? Yeah. Um, I like the clunky gear changes. I like we go from someone, you know, we go from Alan Caddick talking about um, Queen to, you know, a call like that to Rashid talking about Janet. You know, it, it, it all works. As long as you're comfortable, dear listener, calling in with that, fine. So I take my four-year-old to school on a Friday and um, he gets very upset. The last few weeks he's been getting very, very upset about school and today was particularly tough. Oh, I'll tell you something about the oldest as well. That was very interesting. Um, and we got to school and he wouldn't let go of my hand, the youngest, and he was he was crying and I said, look, what is wrong? And I was really... Because mm-hmm. I said to you, you sure he's not being picked on? Yeah, and I've got a real thing. I, you know, I, always, I say to him, look, if you're not in any trouble. I'm always happier if you tell me the truth. Yeah. And he said, I just don't want to go to school today. Uh, and I got, I, the teacher came and she kind of took over and stuff like that and I left. Similar thing when having to walk out on my mum. Boy was crying, but I, I knew I had to walk out and leave it and mm-hmm. it was in the best place. Then I picked him up this afternoon. The teacher said, right, I think I've worked out what it is. It's swimming on a Friday and he doesn't want to go swimming. I was thinking, well, that's odd. 
I said, but he loves he loves swimming and he's a brilliant swimmer. You know, he can jump in and he can do all that. She goes, yeah, I know. Once he got in there, he was fine, and once he came out of there, he was fine. He just he just got upset about swimming. I said, oh, okay, all right. I had thinking that's not the whole picture. And we got in the car, and I said to him, do you want to talk to me about swimming? About what was wrong? He said, no, I don't want to talk about it. And this he, is a four year old saying so he doesn't yeah. want to talk about it. And I said, why not? He said, oh, it's too long. This <laughs> is like it's too long. And we, we, I didn't want to push it, but then he asked if he could play Pokemon. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll do you a deal, right? If you tell me why you're upset about school, you can play Pokemon for half an hour when we get back. How's about that? And he went, oh, okay. And here's what was upsetting him so much. He said, when... Because they wear Crocs around the pool, so they strip off and they put Crocs on and they, they get dressed afterwards and they put their shoes on. He said, when we get dressed... I don't know which shoe goes on which foot. And it really upsets me. And I said... Oh, that breaks my heart. I know, doesn't it? It broke my heart. And I said, well, what what are you worried about? Are you... Does it make you sad? He said, no. I said, are you worried that people are going to laugh at you? He said, no. I said, are you worried you're going to get told off? He said, yeah, I'm worried the teacher's going to tell me off. And he said, my friend helps me with my Crocs, but I don't know what shoes to put on. And I'm aware because he, he constantly at home goes, are these the right shoes? And, uh, and I, I perhaps have made things worse by sometimes going, oh, you silly plum. No, it's the wrong way around. And I said, right. Well, my five-year-old's always putting him on the wrong feet. Yeah, I said, right. First of all, you're not going to get in trouble. You can always ask the teacher. She'll help. Secondly, we're going back uh, and we're going to have an intensive shoe workshop. <laughs> and by the end of this afternoon, sunshine, you're going to know which shoe goes on which foot. And it was brilliant. We sat down at the, di- at the dinner table. Had a Muller, he had a Muller yogurt. And I said, right, I'm going to do something really naughty. I'm going to put your shoes on the table. Boom. Now, we're not allowed to do this. We've got shoes on the table. Now, I'm going to teach you some tricks so you can recognise. And he's got um, Velcro. And I say, right, the Velcro has to go out. If the Velcro's going in, wrong way around. Velcro's going out. That's the right way around for these shoes. And we spent 10 minutes just putting the shoes in different combinations until he got it. And the, I mean, simple pleasures, right? The joy on his face when he joined the dots and he got it. And he, he was dance, literally dancing around the kitchen. And this weight had been lifted on off him. Because this has been going on for weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been going on for a while. I realise we've got to do the Crocs and the Crocs will be, will be a different thing, but we'll get there. Um, the joy and then just we'd sit there watching a pokemon i said right listen you've done brilliant you can play pokemon and we'll go and watch pokemon before we pick your brother up from school and then i just throw his shoes on the floor say right put them the right way around and he'd do it and then we went to his grandmother's and i said we got something to show you this is brilliant which way round? are these shoes the right way around he says no of course not and he swapped them around the joy the simple pleasure of finally getting that that mystery that thing that he couldn't get his head around it was just wonderful. And that is what teachers get on yeah. a good day. I can completely get why that's a buzz. They don't wear lace-ups at school. My kids do. And I'm wondering, because uh, this, this, it's got to be Velcro shoes as part of the school uniform. Oh, really? Yeah, and I keep saying, I'm going to buy you some lace-ups, because I'm sure at the age of five I was lacing up mm-hmm. shoes. I'm pretty sure of it. So uh, maybe that's what we'll do next week. Maybe next week we'll go and buy some um, some lace-ups and we'll, uh, we'll crack on the- with that. My daughter wears lace-ups because she's got really skinny feet. She oh. kept pulling her um, Velcro so tight because she had these, like, sort of Mary Janes. Yeah. She'd pull the Velcro so tight to try and keep her shoes on. She ended up 
like breaking the shoes every yeah. time. So I was like, no, lace ups from now on. And they are cool. Um, 0844 499 1000. Start. We're going to come to you after the news. I'll tell you another story about um, my eldest boy at school today. It's um, it's really just it's just interesting psychology thing that I spotted um, him doing. And I just found it fascinating. Um, and oh, loads of you asking about the kids playing Pac-Man. Uh, I, I've got it, but I've got it. It's on my phone, and it, they don't. You heard it. It's it's a good scream. I mean, flipping heck! You'd think that they were uh, being chased themselves. Yeah, by the ghosts, by, the ghosts, by uh, Pinky and Winky and the others. But they don't scream as. Uh, maybe we'll do it next week. But the, the screaming has died off. I should have got it the first time. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Baby, baby, baby. George, you're a fanny. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. An open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. I keep thinking of something I'm 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 wanting to say, and then um, and then I forget it, and then it goes something pertinent to the show. And um, then it goes. Oh well, such is say la vie. Such is life. You were going to tell us something you'd noticed with your eldest. Oh yeah, yeah. So I took the boys into school today, and the six-year-old, and we walked in, and um, the youngest was holding my hand, and the eldest wasn't, and he's quite confident. The eldest is more confident and walks in and likes to go into the class on his own and all this stuff. And a little girl said hello to him. Oh yeah. I've never seen anything like it in my life. He, and I'm not saying this to shame him, okay? I, you know, there's no chance he's going to hear this. Certainly not now, maybe in 30 years' time. He got really embarrassed. So this girl said, hello. And he didn't say anything. I went, oh, hello. I went, who was that? And he just did this thing. He's carrying his bags. And he just stretched his arms <laughs> and sort of was... Just kind of moving around like this. And then he punched me. <laughs> <laughs> That's shut up, Dad, isn't it? And then he ran off. Yeah. 
embarrassment. Didn't speak to her, and uh, I thought, "Oh, that's interesting." And I, I remember that feeling. I, I, I'm, I can just about remember the feeling that he's got there and, and why he's got it. There's no, you can't put it into words why he's got it. It, it. It's kind of sexual. It's not sexual, but it's 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 it's. You can't put it into words. It's the feeling. And then when we went home, I dropped him off at his grandmother's, and I said, "Oh, some, something." I was interested by what happened this morning when that... He said, well, what, what? I said, when um, that girl said hello to you, I just wondered how it made you feel. Suddenly, he just went... Did this stretch? <laughs> and then ran out of the kitchen and ran into another room. Uncomfortable is how it made him feel. Yeah, uncomfortable. And it's, isn't it interesting? I'm not going to... And I remember feeling like that as a kid and my mum... Not deliberately, but my mum shaming me. You know, I felt shame. Well, she laughed at you. Yeah, made a big thing of so it. So don't be silly. It made a big thing of it mm. with other people, and so I'm I'm not going to, um, because I, because boy, it it messed me up. Part of what messed me up. Um, but isn't it interesting how six months ago that wouldn't have happened, mm-hmm. and in six months it'll be a different reaction. But the reaction today was one of embarrassment, um, awkwardness, and not knowing. I, t- I tell you what it is. I tell you what it is. I've got, I've got on the tip of my tongue. It's um, it is uncomfortable. It's being uncomfortable in your within your own body, mm-hmm. not knowing what to do with your body. Hence the stretch. Knowing it feels weird, but not knowing why. Yeah, and not knowing how to get that out of your body. So yeah. there's a weird stretch, and he kind of did a little dance and a punch, and yeah. all of this stuff mm-hmm. was going on. Absolutely fascinating. I told you about the time that a little boy came to call for my eldest. Oh, yeah, And yeah. that was really weird because it was a dynamic between two sisters as well, right? Star and Tris. We will Sorry, come to you in a minute, I I'll promise. Quick, I promise. No, no, no. Take your time off. Well, little boy around the corner has obviously got a bit of a soft spot for my eldest. He's in the same year as her and they're quite good friends. And, you know, you see them now and I've seen them play together since and they yeah. get on really well and they have a laugh. You know, it's nice. It's a nice friendship. It's really sweet. But when he first came on the scene... He came calling to the house. He's really quite bold. Yeah. He's got older brothers and his mum's quite forward. I remember his mum from when I was at school, so she's a bit younger than me, but we used to play a bit together and stuff. Um, anyway, so he came round because he wanted to see her. Mm. And he just he stood on the doorstep and he said, um, "Is is and, and used her name, is, is your eldest, is, does she want to play? Yeah. And she froze on yeah. the sofa like this. You know, she's in her safe space and all of a sudden there's this lad there standing in the hallway wanting to play she sort of she if she could have gone down the sofa cushion she would have you know she was really recoiled but immediately the younger sister went i'll go and play (laughs) (laughs) and of course he wasn't interested i would imagine well he he, well he he went all right then because it was a really there was a really long pause where you know my eldest if she could have climbed out of the window she would have done and it was uncomfortable for all of them i imagine so the youngest said, oh, I'll go and play. And they went out and played. They yeah. played in the garden. And my eldest watched it for a bit and then went, I'm going to go and get changed. She went upstairs wow. and got changed and came down when she was ready to and went and played. But it was obviously like watching her sister deal with yeah. it. And I thought, God, fast forward that f- sort of 15 years. Yeah. Not even that, that. Not even that. 10 years. Yeah. And it's totally that. I'm not interested, but if my sister's going to get involved, then, you know, there's an element of competition there. It's interesting. It's, and, and some of this stuff is learned, and some of this stuff, I think it's a massive amount of this stuff is just is it, it, within us. It's just it's humans. There, it's there, yeah. It's just, it's, Isn't it's it weird, though? Really weird. Fascinating watching. The way the little one jumped in, those classic. Oh, I hope I don't screw it up. I hope I don't screw being a dad up and, and mess them up. Because my dad messed me up quite a bit. My mum messed me up 
a bit. My dad messed me up a lot. Right, here's the thing. We'll mess them up in different ways because yeah. we think we know what the trick is, but we only know what was done to us. I think it is. I think I think most I think most people are messed up. <laughs> it's because of the you know the whole Freudian thing is. Well, tell me about your mother. It's kind of pertinent, you know. It really is pertinent. The, you... the Larkin poem. They f you up, your mum mm-hmm. and dad. They don't mean to, but they do. Exactly because right, they love you, and so they try and write the things that they were done to them. But then they open up a whole other can of worms half the time. Oh well, in that case. Just um, go for it. Oh eight four four, four nine nine one thousand. Well, this is not the Friday show I was expecting, but I'm I'm, I'm loving every second of it. What, what excellent, excellent calls we've had. I'm sure we'll have some more uh, excellent calls. You can, fifty for the next fifty one minutes up until midnight. If you call, you'll probably speak to Ed, or you might speak to Catherine. If if, um, if you get fed up with me, exactly. Um, and we'll call you back after midnight. Um, uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. After midnight, we're going to invite Ed into the studio with us to come and sit with us, and we'll take calls straight to air, and the three of us will just sit and talk. You fancy that, Ed? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm assuming that's all right. Brilliant. We'll get Ed in, because we don't um, hear from Ed a lot on this show. I know he's, he's on other shows all the bloody time. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll do that, and we'll take calls straight to air for the last hour, and we'll just have a nice just have a nice Friday. No, we'll be frantic if you want, but let's just see where we get to. Right, Tris, I'm going to come to you in a second. Let's go to Star first. Good evening, Star. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Yeah. Um, firstly, all I want to say is there's nothing of a perfect parent. Everything is a learning curveball. You learn as you go along. A learning curve ball, God. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you do, don't you? And you, you kind of yeah. like, you like to think you, you, the mistakes your parents made. Okay, well, we won't make them. But then you make, I do, you do make your own mistakes, don't you? Yeah, definitely. You, you, you have to learn as you go along. Yeah. Nobody's born knowing everything. I just you want to get to it right. It as want, you do. I want to get it right for the boys. I want to do it as best I can. And I know I've made mistakes, and I'll continue to make mistakes. But. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. The only thing I want to say is, you was on about earlier, um, your youngest with his shoes. Yes. Now, my sister, her eldest, he's got 40 of them. And he had the same problem with his shoes, never knowing which one went on which foot. Right. And what she did is, she got some stickers and she cut him down the middle and she put them in his shoes. Oh. And then what he'd do is, he'd put his shoes together, and if the, the face, or the, the sticker showed up properly, yes. he knew that was the way his shoes went on. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, uh, little cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you get, like, a, a, a sticker of, like, an elephant or something. Just cut it down the middle, you put it onto, like, the inside of the shoe. Yeah. On the bottom, and then you put the picture together, and it makes the it face makes of the picture. It makes the whole picture. I see. Yeah. That's genius. Isn't it funny how the, it, it, something like that become? You know, it was ruining. It, it was ruining my boys. Yeah, definitely. The night before and that that whole day, you know, and it's funny how kids. Um, we forget how it, 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 tiny things become their world. You know. Yeah. That's a good tip, Star. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. And another thing as well. Yeah, go on. Me and my um, husband, we've been listening a long time. And oh, we absolutely the... love the show. Oh, I was going so to say you wanted a refund or something. You had, you had <laughs> no. a complaint. We want some money back, we please. We absolutely love the show. Oh, you're very kind. Listening every day. Show me not on on the weekend. Well, but... hang on a minute. Don't start giving them ideas, Star. Please. <laughs> I, need, I need to have a sleep at some point. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, just a fantastic show, and uh, oh. I'm glad that we've got you to listen to. Nice one, Star. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You take care. Have a nice evening. We need. Um, thank you, Star. We need. Um, uh, another Andy to call in tonight because <laughs> to it's upset a, the balance. We do because it's all being too night. Every it's, I feel like we're going to have a group hug in a minute. You know, the whole all the Steady callers on. are going to get together, and um, you know, we cut this can't be, this can't be allowed to continue. We need can someone? F- oh, I see Jonathan's on the switchboard. We'll be all Excellent. right. Excellent. If someone wants to phone up, this is genuine. Um, if you're listening, you want to phone up and, and put us in our place. Um, please do, because it's been way too nicey-nicey this evening. And I, you know, so uh, priority will be given to anyone that wants to phone up and give us a right royal rollicking. 0844 499 This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the loop. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 499 Thousand, um, Triss. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 hip. Triss. Uh, I'll tell you, my um, my six-year-old today on a shoe-related shoe story, Yeah. Um, we noticed that um, her school shoes are all scuffed up because she's got new school shoes, new trainers, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. And um, she, um, in the bottom, buried in the bottom of her PE kits are um, her new trainers. Yeah. And, um... She's not been wearing them because Uh-oh. she's got they're like stiff at the back. Yeah, and um, it turns out she's been telling the teacher that um, we've said to her that trainers are too expensive. Uh-oh. So she's been doing a PE in her school shoes. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. How did that? Who that's told sad, you that? The teacher told you that, or she? Told no, you? she told. She told. Well, good for that. her for telling you. That, that's something. But um, yeah, no, I was trying to talk to her, uh, talk about her actually. Because um, she's um, she's quite heavily autistic, yeah, and um, it's just about the system and how it's how it's broken, like you, like you were saying before. But I think it's people who are in a position of su- some intellect or some sort of power or influence get more than like people that aren't, and it's really wrong. Yeah. Because ev- everyone everyone we see, we see like paediatricians and speech therapists and all these different people, and you, you've, you've got to start off by ex- like explaining a story every single time. Um, like, notes never seem to get passed around. You've got to start from scratch. Yo, you inevitably none of up, the departments talk to each other. None of them! I, I'm certain that's deliberate. Yeah! Certain it's, it's deliberate. To, to, to scare it, people away. It is. And you've got to do serious amounts of research to see what's out there and to get the proper assessments and to get proper care and this, that and the other. And I'm certain it's, it, it's, um, it's financial. Mm. It's, it's every obstacle in the way to, um, yeah, to, 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 to limit care to people who aren't bright enough to know it's there. Yeah. Now, like, when you were talking about your mum, you know, you've got, you've got some influence with this show and you're eloquent and you... You know, you've got that behind you. And so, yeah. in the end, luckily, you know, your mum stayed in the home. And we've had to do so much research. And and, 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 and luckily, me and my wife are, you know, are, are, are bright enough to sort of work out what's there and, and, and fight a corner. But I thought, you know, if, we're, if we were thick parents, I don't mean that offensively, she'd be getting half of what she gets. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's so wrong. You would, you, I, I, you know, I, I naively thought, as I said earlier, that when you enter the system, someone will sit you down and say, right, 
Now, she's not entitled to this, this, and this, but because of uh, this, she can get this, and uh, what we can do is we can look at this, and here's some phone numbers of people you could call who might be able to help. Nothing. Nothing at all. You know, the, the and, and, and we as a society should be protecting them. There should be systems in place so that the most vulnerable people are protected and looked after, and they're not. And well, I agree with you. I think a lot of it is about saving a few quid. That's the whole point, right? From the outside perspective, you think, gosh, if anything like that ever happened to me, I would hope that, you know, the fact that I pay my taxes so that the vulnerable are looked after means that there is a system. It's quite shocking to hear that there isn't actually a system. There isn't a conveyor belt. There isn't someone that takes you by the hand and says, right, OK, this is what you need to do next. Well, Frightening. They absolutely deliberately put every obstacle in the way to save money because the way they see it, I mean, I mean, like your mum, I'm not just using your mum as an example, but she's she's got nothing to contribute to society anymore. And I think financially, yeah, yeah. anybody like that is just seen as a burden. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. It's it's a burden, you know. It's a burden, and literally, she, my mum, is a financial burden on society now because now, um, nine hundred and fifty pounds a week plus benefits, um, are, are are being paid towards her accommodation by the council now. Now that she's um, hey, can can I change the subject massively? Yeah. I um I finally got my car back today after the accident. Finally got it back, right? To ages. So it is that means a nice feeling. It is a nice feeling. Although my boy said, "Oh, we prefer the other car. Get out of it, <laughs> little Citroen." <laughs> um, but I've got a CD player in this car. I didn't have a CD player in the. In the so for the, I've got all these CDs that I've bought recently. I've not been able to listen to. So I've um, I've put them playing um, uh, Weird Al's Greatest Hits. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, are, are you not a fan, Tris? Um, you know, after you had him on, yeah. I had a listen, and I thought his, um, I think his, uh, Trapped in the Closet parody yeah. was, was funny, but you, like, you can't beat the original. No. Because I love, I love to think that the R. Kelly one is, was made in earnest. Yeah, I know, that was. <laughs> and, from, and for me, that's perfect. <laughs> How can you parody that? I'm going to, have you got four minutes, Tris? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going to play a song. I, I, I heard this today, and the boys, of course, loved it. You've got to listen carefully, because every line is a gag. Every syllable is a gag. And I just thought this was... You, you probably heard this before, dear listener. I thought this was genius. I met them in a swamp down in Dagobah Where it bubbles all the time Like a giant carbonated soda S-O-D-A soda I saw the little wren sitting there on a log I asked him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda Y-O-D-A Yoda
if you start to go astray, let the force be your guide, oh my Yoda. Yo, 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 Yoda. I know Darth Vader's really got you annoyed, but remember if you kill him, then you'll be unemployed, oh my Yoda. Yo, 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 Yoda. I love, I love it. That's brilliant. I love it, and that you know, that's not even one of his cleverest songs, but it's just. Trace, what do you reckon? Well, I mean, I think he's really talented. Um, par- parody is so difficult. Yeah, it's such a such a fine line to tread. Um, I, I, I just. It just does, something doesn't click with me. Yeah, all. no, that's fine. I, I that's like fine. Him. And I think he comes across as a nice guy yeah. as well. But I, I tell you what, yeah. I, I just love. I mean, listen to the. He's got everything in there, you know. It sounds like the Kinks, you know. He's, um, I, I love, and I know it's not to everyone's taste. I know some people, some people absolutely hate him, and I get that as well. I get that. I'm, I'm not really a fan of comedy songs as such, but I just, I'm just working my way through this greatest hit CD. Oh man, his royalty bills must be through the roof. <laughs> exactly, you see. Exactly, Tris. Thank you for that. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Dennis. Evening, Dennis. Good evening. Good evening, Dennis. I am not going to get at you because I think you and Catherine are ideal parents. I've known you for a long time. You're a couple. But of... <laughs> you look after your kids, and that's what matters. But listen to them. That's another thing. An old old bugger like me, you ought to know that. I've had a lot of experience with children. Yes. The other way round, I didn't have any experience with fathers because my father buggered off when I was a baby. Yeah. So, but I had five or six fathers when my mother took me back to her family, yeah. which was a big one. So I had lots of uncles who turned out to be fathers. And as I said, they told me to drink whiskey by the time I was five and not to smoke. So I've had different experiences. But you're no, never going to get me to run either you or Catherine down because... I listened to you for a long time, and you're two softies. You're oh. looking after the kids the right way. You're listening oh. to them. Hang, and on, you're hang, on, hang on a minute. What they say. Dennis is paying us compliments. What is that? I'm, I'm waiting for the... Uh, no, no, I'm, there's no way oh, wow. on God's earth I'm going to run you two down. I've listened to you long enough to know that you're a couple of softies. Well, you're... Dennis... What is... Is someone... Um, did it's they, the pink lights. Is it the pink lights? Have they put ecstasy in the water? What the hell is going on with everyone tonight? Because I'm getting, I'm getting well looked after by the NHS. So that again, you know, it's it's one of those things. I'm I'm presenting nothing to the government. I mean, I don't pay any tax. I don't pay any TV. Uh, so what is, really the, what is well the point of you? I cannot happen. Cannot happen to an, an old sod like me. What are you here. doing this weekend, Dennis? I shall be waiting for one of my granddaughters to come away and take a, a machine that I bought some time ago, a treadmill. Oh. Than that, <laughs> I've got a son and daughter coming back from from uh, their holiday place in Spain. Yep. Take away uh, a vibrating machine, one you stand on. I mean. Okay. 
I'm getting rid of all these machines, but it's causing me death. My backache. Yes. And then I've got, I've got, um, I'm going to go to an osteopath, you know, if I okay. get trodden on. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, no, it's just one of the things. I, they couldn't, the, the government, my NHS, my doctor cannot do enough for me. Yeah. So I, you know, I've got every, every, uh, He's going to tread on you. Well, I mean, you, you get these people to tread on you, don't you? I, I, when we were out in, in uh, the Far East. You get a massage where you lie on the bed and the girl treads all over you. It's believe you and me. And <laughs> <laughs> the glee in his voice. Oh, I believe you. I believe you, Dennis. Oh. You do. They, they do. They tread on you. I know. I've had it. I've had it done. I've, it's um, it's 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 quite potent. As long as you cut the toenails before they start. Exactly. Don't... We don't want any marks on the back. They're anyway, hard to explain. As I said, I'm not running you two down because I think you're great parents. Thank you, Dennis. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What, we're doing something wrong, Catherine. Even Dennis is um, being nice. Don't worry. Coming after the coming up after the break, it's Jonathan. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ben's emailed. Subject heading, Ray Davis interview. Ian. I can get you an interview with the Kinks legend. How's he going to do this? We read on. He lives next to me. I don't think... I mean, I don't know how well... I, I certainly couldn't ask any of my neighbours um, to be interviewed by oh, anybody. I could. My neighbours like me. Of the the dodgy ones moved out? Yeah. Oh, that's a result. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a result. So no more fridges and things being left outside. Well, oh. I mean, they're not dodgy, but they're, then you know, it's hardly ground force. Okay. Uh, ben, if you can get Ray Davis on the show, then I would be up for that. I can be up for that. Uh, we didn't, I didn't pursue Dave Davis. I think they got upset because I um, didn't get back with the right times. Well, I'll send Dave a message to see if we get him on because I like him as well. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. It's been a kind of busy uh, old show this evening, kind of chugging along. Talking about all kinds of bits and pieces. Um, let's see where we're going to go now. It's Jonathan. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. Hi. Hi there. Um, I, I, I'd like to talk about my favourite video game character and, uh, by extension, one of my favourite video games. Okay, now if I, if I think that this video game is Pony, I will cut you off. You'll cut me off anyway. Uh, well, I'll, eventually I'll cut you off, as everyone gets cut off. But if if you say the video game name, right, and, yep. it is, and it is what I consider, and I'm an expert on video games, I've made documentaries about them, if I consider this video game to be rubbish, I'm going to show no mercy. <laughs> okay? No, there will be no mercy shown for you. Are you prepared... <laughs> To take that risk. Yeah. yeah. Give us the character. Wario. Give us the game. The original Wario Land. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you can stay on the line. Now, Wario, what, what was it? Was he Mario's, like, evil cousin? Something like that, yes. No, because there was Mario and Luigi. They were the Mario brothers, obviously. Bob Hoskins and A.N. Other. Um, and then Wario was like was like a sort of evil mirror image with a scarier moustache. Scarier moustache. What was? Here we go, Jonathan. What was uh, Mario originally called? Jumpman. Thank you very much indeed. What? Jumpman. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, he was in Donkey Kong. He was Mario's in Donkey oh, Kong. Oh, and he jumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before. And he was a man, jump, jump man. man. All right, excellent stuff. Continue, Jonathan. Yeah, I, 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 one of the reasons why I like uh, Wario is because he, in a morally bankrupt world full of uh, shameless hypocrites and uh, self-righteous do-gooders, there's a charming honesty to his dishonesty and... Yeah. Uh, 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 and uh, underhanded dealings. And uh, when when they first announced uh, Wario Land back in '93, I, I was hooked on the concept because at the time it was a relatively original one. Yeah. You get to be the bad guy. Yeah. And uh, I, I've got the game about a year later. Played the played the heck out of it. It was a brilliant game. Yeah. Lots of depth. Um, Lots of replay value. Um, if I were to describe the game, it's sort of like a cross between Mario World and Doki Doki uh, Panic. Doki Doki Panic? Yeah. What's Doki Doki Panic? It was released over in the West as Mario 2. Oh, okay. All right. I saw. <laughs> um, it, 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 Jamie's, Jamie's tweeted us. Enjoying the vibe on Ian Lee tonight. Imagine if Jonathan comes on the phone and he's all cheery. He is all cheery. Is. This is as cheery as you get, Jonathan. What the hell is going on I mean, tonight? He's, he's t- talking about an arch nemesis of a universally admired hero. <laughs> but this is about as cheery as it gets. <laughs> oh, Jonathan. Uh, so, go on. Tell us some of the, the bad things that Wario gets to do in this game. He gets to beat up uh, pirates, bears. Squash animals and uh, uh, <laughs> he, he, I would say attack a woman, but he, he, she hides behind a genie. So, <laughs> but he, he, that, he scares uh, a woman enough; she has to hide behind a magical figure. Okay, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he gets to steal lots of, lots of money. Um, I was watching a YouTube video about it earlier today, and the uh, person who was reviewing it called "Scum on Scum Violence." He, he called it scum on scum violence. Yeah, sort of like when two rival drug dealers fight each other. Yeah, they only um, take out their own. <laughs> yeah. You're talking like a 12-year-old, and I love it. I love it. I don't know. I've played the game. I don't know the game that well, but I, I, I think it's... I think I, I agree with you. So, you know, sometimes it's nice in video games, and it is more common now. You're right. It was kind of a novelty at the time. It's nice to be the bad guy. I suppose the ultimate, um, you know, you, you leap forward 20 years. Um, Wario is, it was, is the early model for Grand Theft Auto, where, you know, you're, you're rewarded for doing terrible, terrible things. Yeah, but uh, there's no pirates in Grand Theft Auto. You're missing one out because I used to like playing The Sims, right? And what I liked to do in The Sims was marry a really old man, right? (laughs) Build a swimming pool, put him in it, and then delete the stairs. The only game that comes before Wario Land that has that sort of scum-on-scum dynamic are the school days games on the Spectrum. Oh, they're good. Where you get to write rude words on the blackboard and get. Oh, I used to love that. I thought that might appeal to you. Limmy, um, Limmy was playing School Days the other day on uh, online, and you could watch him playing it. I used to love the School Days. You were a naughty schoolboy, and you could walk around and fire catapults, and you had to do all kinds of mischief. Um, again, no pirates. 
Um, but still, it did was... you murder any pensioners? No, you, you couldn't murder, but you could go and write swear words on the blackboard, and the, t- the teacher would come and wipe it off, wouldn't they? Uh, I never played School Days. I've, I heard about mm. it a lot. It's a legendary game. Uh, Bully is the uh, spiritual successor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bully, very controversial because you, you were a bully in it, but it's supposed to be quite a good game. Well, thank you, Jonathan. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. to himself or has he that, got a friend there that was an evil cackle he loved it to himself yeah. he's he's like rubbing his hands going right now i've any real pirates i could but the thing is pirates are bad guys yeah. so, scum on scum though scum on scum. scum on scum you're right um i enjoyed that i wonder if he'll call up nick abbott now and um call him ian like he did last <laughs> week <laughs> <laughs> oh i enjoyed that what is what has what is going on um it's a really interesting vibe tonight. Mm. Not, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's kindly. Too kindly. Yeah. Something must go wrong. Um, Alan says, blimey. Sometimes Jonathan makes me chuckle. Other time makes me want to slam my tackle in the pantry door. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 know, um, uh, I know what you mean. Um, and that says, I'm glad I'm not the only one who used to do that in The Sims. So um... No, I, I used to find inventive ways of murdering people. It's the whole point, isn't it? Uh, Craig, we're going to come to you in a minute. Um, it's it's a really interesting show. It's unlike, I think, you might, you'll know better than me, dear listener, it's unlike any show we've done on, on since we've been here, since March the 21st, I think is when we started, something like that. Um, it's, it's kind of all over the shop, and there's a lot of honesty and a lot of... Um, um, uh, 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 well, I'm trying to say it without sounding patronising to anyone who shared their stories. There's a lot of people sharing, you know, important personal stories uh, with us, um, and it's great that they feel that they can. We're still hoping that maybe an Andy-type figure will call in and tell me how to do my job and tell me I'm doing it wrong and all of that stuff. But w- me and Catherine, I, 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 my attitude towards show business, Catherine, is we're here to serve. Of course we are. We're here to serve you, dear oh, We've listener. got to do a shtick, we've got to do a show. Exactly. Doesn't so matter what we're going through, does it? No, not at all. We're, we're here to serve you. If you want to watch us, you can. Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. During this next break, I'm going to go up to the screen and you can see my face really clearly. 0844-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We're in. Okie dokie. Call straight to air after midnight. Let's go to uh, 0844-499-1000. You want to give us a call now? Yes, Craig. Hi, Ian. Hi, Cass. Hello, Craig. Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake? Um, Chocolate gatto, I imagine. I I am really focused now on losing weight, because I weighed myself last night, and I was just under 16 stone. It's the heaviest I've ever been. And I looked in the mirror, I thought, you fat git. I looked horrible. I looked... I stood there in my pants, Craig, and I looked, I looked, I looked hideous. I, I looked hideous. So, um, I've done all right today, Kath. Please, I'm going to ask you this now. Thank you for that chocolate earlier on. Can you not, not buy me chocolate buy anymore? anymore? Yeah, because if chocolate's in front of me, I'll eat it, and I, I really need to get off the chocolate. But I've done all right today. I've done all right. Um, yes? How about in future? Yes, I bring fruit instead. Perfect. All right. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, beautiful. That's okay. what we'll do. 
That's what I'm determined though, Craig. I've got to lose. I've got to lose some weight because I look bloody awful. Like a big fat git. And there's nothing wrong with being fat, but I don't want to be it. So um, I'm focusing on it. Anyway, Craig, what you got for us? Well, I was going to talk about school swimming, but regarding Sims... Yes? The best thing I saw, I think I remember it right, was somebody built stairs. Mm-hmm. So... A, the same had to wake up and spend 11 hours going down the stairs to go to work, <laughs> which meant he pooed himself on the way. <laughs> and he'd go to work for an hour, then he'd have to go 11 hours back and have an hour's sleep. <laughs> and he made him do that. That's kind of my life. Oh, yeah, Without the poo, poo in the pants. But, you know, the treadmill of the uh, the rat race, yeah. Yeah, well, that was that's the best one I've seen. I love The Sims. I, I honestly, this is before I had kids, before I was married. I used to, I, I had no life. I used to just play The Sims all day. It's kind of like Barbies for grown-ups, isn't it? Well, my daughter played it. I never actually played it, but yeah, I imagine she loved it. Yeah. Careful though, because you can do quite rude things. All right, I'll watch out for that. <laughs> but with school swimming, we yes. did it in primary school. Yeah. So I was quite old, older than your kids, and. Remember when you had to take your pyjamas in? Mm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. And they chuck a brick into the um, pool as well. Well, I thought that would happen. But all they did with ours is you had to tie your clothes together and throw them to someone to save their life from mm. the shore. What, like it, like a, 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 a rope of um, sheets that you to used to climb rope, out of a yeah. mental hospital? Meanwhile, you're starkers, is that right? Well, no, we had our, our, our costume on. Oh, we went swimming in our pyjamas. Yeah, it was to teach you how to swim with your clothes on. Yeah, so I never got to do that. In, well, I never got to do it, because I didn't do it in any other part of life either. But, uh, so we just did it from the shore, you know, the side oh. of the pool. You had to use it as a rope. Super safe swimming. We, um... I'm, I'm not a very strong swimmer. I can swim, but yeah. I'm, I'm very slow. My technique is awful. Um, and I didn't... I didn't enjoy swimming lessons, and I used to go, we used to do it at primary school, and we used to have a horrible, horrible teacher. I remember, looking back, I think he was a racist, because there was a black kid called Orlando, and Orlando was wearing, what great name, Orlando Kelly, uh, was wearing goggles, and this guy said, I will not, well, you're like seven, eight. I will not have any of my pupils wearing goggles. He wasn't even a teacher, he was a swimming teacher. Mm. And he grabbed, he ripped these goggles off Orlando's head and threw them across the room and they wow. smashed. But looking back, I think he might have been racist. I think that's what... Why that's... did he always pick on Orlando? No, I just, it was just such a, a violent outburst. Um, and then I would go to swimming uh, class on Saturday mornings and I didn't like it and I struggled and i found it i was slow i remember once when i was swimming for my 400 meter badge i was still you oh this is sad i was still swimming when the next group of children got into swim and they were swimming around me my class had finished oh, and i was wow. still doing it well, you still made it though yeah i still made it 400 meters yeah 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 i puked in the pool once oh have you ever no. done that thing where you you're swimming and you get this like really hot mouth and it's Thank anyway you. i was yeah i was sick of the pool and these days, they probably, everyone out, and they probably decontaminate, and your swimming pool will be closed for days on end. Yeah. Do you know what they did in my pool? Just swept it to the side there. Well, I told you what I was swimming. Was it, like, full-on? 
Chunder. It was a Chunder, yeah. My my, my um, youngest was sick in the pool, and I just kind of it wasn't like a, it wasn't carrots and stuff, so I just swelled it around. I thought there's no point really, and no one needs to know this. No one needs. That's what the chlorine is for. The chlorine destroys that, um, and I thought, no, I'm not going to just swelled it around. And it, it vanished. No one saw. We were all right. There's no point. There's no point in ruining everyone's swim. Let, yes, let them ruin their weekends by getting um, stomach bugs. Yeah, but no point let in ruining... them drink your yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Good for you. On the one day on the school swimming thing, I forgot my undies. So hey. what you do as a kid? I decided to wear my wet shorts all day. Oh, man alive. Never even considered, like, just going commando. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. No, that's what kids would do. Kids, Kids is nuts. There are rules, aren't there? There are rules. I remember once um, wetting myself, waiting for the teacher to come back. I was reading to her. I was about four. I was reading to her at her desk and she went off into the corner of the classroom to talk to another teacher. In that voice they do when they yeah. talk like that. Yes. Um, and I thought, oh, I really need to go to the toilet. And she was ages. Oh. She was ages. Um, and I ended up just weeing there because as far as I was concerned, you weren't allowed to go to the toilet if you hadn't asked. Yeah. And the teacher came back and said, oh, you silly girl, you should have just gone. You no. can't just go. That's no, not the rule. No, that's the way it works. Panicky. Craig, anything else? Uh, no, I think, well, oh, most embarrassing thing you've ever done yeah. that you would admit to. Yeah. Um, when I was in uh, a seaside resort and they had one of those novelty shops and they had all the different jokes on the wall mm-hmm. and they had handcuffs, like, stuck to the wall and I pressed them and they just went in on themselves and opened up. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's easy to get out of there. And I went and put myself in handcuffs that were stuck to a wall in the middle of the seaside town. Oh, the shame. And uh, my wife, they weren't too, my family weren't too quick getting the keys from inside either. I, um, many years ago, me and an ex-girlfriend had some handcuffs in the bedroom. And um, we put them, I was wearing them at one point. And we lost the key. <laughs> we lost the key, and we Gosh. were let's let's say we were drunk, shall we? We uh, were attached to anything. Yeah, and um, and I was going. Uh, uh, we uh, we didn't have any tools. <laughs> well, or, uh, well, uh, or anything, and it was forty-five minutes. And uh, we're we're both thinking we're, we're going to have to call the fire brigade. We're going to have to call the. Fire <laughs> we're going to be those guys. Uh, and um, we did it. We managed. Uh, I, I can't remember how we got out of it. We did, we, I, we we must have found the key eventually because I got, got to take it off my wrist. But we, we anyway, we managed to get out of it. But also, it wasn't that much fun. Not that bit. That bit was terrifying. But also the uh, that, the whole handcuff thing. Oh, I thought with your police uniform uh, fetish, it would have worked well. Well, the, well, exactly. If it'd been a real police officer, but I, 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 I couldn't quite work out where the fun was supposed to um, supposed to come from because because handcuffs they're quite uncomfortable mm. by by their very design. Quite unpleasant. The, police, the PlayStation Four controller is uncomfortable for me. Sorry. The the angle that the the controller is, yeah. I need it like to be wider at the bottom. What are you, where are you putting it? <laughs> I don't know where he's going with that. <laughs> is the um, telephone number. Dan has sent me a tweet. I don't think this has got audio. I'm going to play this. Dan, uh, the DJ, is going to be performing at the Performance Ring. He's going to be doing something live. And he's just posted a little video, a little prep for Performance Ring. <laughs> so that sounds good. Let's see it. 
Wow. I'm knocking one out to Lindsay Lohan. He's playing that live. Yeah, I could see. He's playing that live. So that again. Isn't it? Four. I'm knocking one out to Lindsay Lohan. I can go. You notice I can do the voice. Yeah. So um, him playing it like that though is like Jean-Michel Jarre. Uh, who's sixty-eight years old? Flipping it. Jean-Michel Jarre is sixty-eight years old, and he looks good on it. Is he still a sort? Yeah. Oh, he looks. Google him. Right, I will. He looks brilliant. Um, eight minutes or so of, of um, you booking a place to call in. Oh, wait for four four nine nine one thousand. After midnight, call straight to air. Catherine has just seen sixty-eight-year-old Jean-Michel Jarre. Yeah, and I'm reassessing my uh, Isn't he? guidelines. Isn't he? Yeah. Really? Mm. I mean, you could you could recreate The Sims. You could <laughs> marry He's got him. A swimming pool. And take away the stairs. <laughs> so this picture. Of Stephen Wolfe lying on the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, when is when is that from? Is that from the bundle? No, isn't that from afterwards when he actually stacked it? Because he it was a delayed thing, wasn't it? He he. Someone should have drawn. You wish this is why we should all carry pieces of chalk, because that is the perfect murder victim outline, isn't it? Legs splayed, one straight, one bent, arms flat out. Mm-hmm. He's still holding his bag. The perfect. Imagine coming home and finding that on your living room floor in chalk. The perfect murder victim outline. But the thing is, when it happened, everyone thought it was going to be a lot more serious than it was because the first um, reports were suggesting that he was, you know, in a desperately ill situation. Well, he, he was ill. Make it. No, but they were saying that he was, it was, you know, life-threatening. Well, it was life-threatening. He had, he's had two, he's passed out twice and had seizures. Yeah. Because um, this, this is the thing, right? I know he's receiving Nigel Farage and... <laughs> But don't worry, we've seen a picture of him wired up to things, holding his thumbs up, so he must be all right. But this is the thing, isn't it? This is why, and he wasn't punched. It was it was a, it was a wrestle, and he, from what I, the way I heard it explained, he fell through um, an open door after they were like just kind of pushing each other. But still, unseemly behaviour. Well, no, exactly. But 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 that that's why a single punch can kill, or a fall yeah. can kill. If you fall and crack the back of your head, you can get um, meningitis mm-hmm. that way because it can leave your brain open to an infection. Or you get a, you get a, 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 a bleeding on the brain. It can kill you. Don't you remember at the other place we spoke to a woman whose husband had gone out for, for the night and it had a, he'd been killed with a single punch because he'd fallen and hit his head on the bar? Don't you remember? I don't remember that. I remember, oh God, I remember awful. I don't remember that. I remember the fight over a parking space. Oh, yeah. And that was like... A guy in his fifties hit a guy in his sixties. I remember in the strike right man hit him once, mm-hmm. and he fell back. And it's it's that because it's he cracked the back of his head on the floor. Yeah. That's the thing um, that that can kill you. One punch can kill you guys. One inch punch. Don't punch each other. No, 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 no. If you no. must hurt each other, go for the Chinese burn. Hurt each other with uh, with words. It's my. Uh, That's thing. your top tip defence tip um, British actress Rosamund Pike shows off her Botswana what <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what I'm going to call an ass from now on a Botswana what's she showing up a Botswana for 
Brit actress Rosamund Pike warms up with a woolly jumper, but it's her saucy black undies which leave her smouldering. The Gone Girl Beauty, 37, looks like she's got so hot she ditched the sweater and posed for a photo shoot in just a bra and knickers. Rosamund is currently starring as Lady Karma, wife of Botswana President. Um, so, um, Rosamund shows off her Botswana. Ooh, a nice Botswana. Is that how you get people to go to the theatre these days? Well... Trying to see my knickers? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you you were doing the character. There he is. There he is. He's all right. He's got his thumbs up. It's Stephen Wolf, a man I've interviewed. Decent enough bloke. Got appalling, appalling, obnoxious right wing politics, but a decent enough bloke. He's in hospital. He's got because the statement from him this morning was, um, things have got a little bit out of hand. He wants to make peace. He knows now. He ain't never going to be the UKIP leader, which is what he wants. And he probably won't get in the Tory party now either, which was his kind of get-out clause, his escape path. His career in politics has to be over, doesn't it? Him and the other fellow, I don't even know the other fellow's name, has to be over because, uh, you know, all right, it's, you know, it's fun and everybody... But, but it's two um, MEPs actually having a bundle. No, but on the upside, you know, politics may be closing as an avenue, but, you know, there's always... I'm a celebrity... <laughs> That's what's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to be, uh, you know, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, it will be. It will be. What's uh, the other fella called? It was like something... W- it was like Wampa or something, wasn't no, it? No, h- it begins with an H. Wampa. Hook'em. Hook'em. That was it. Hook'em. It's a great name, isn't it? One, one Punch Wolf. Just One Punch. A game that splats kids in the face with cream. Yeah is tipped to be a Christmas hit by Toy Store Hamleys. The £25 pie face showdown is already a smash on social media. Games that involve cleaning or a lot of setting up... Never going to happen. Play them once. Mm-hmm. You play them once and... Um, oh, do you know what I just had then? I had a wave of... Um, feeling the weight of the world on me. Oh. Do you know what I mean? You know everything that's that's happening in the world at the moment, in my world? Just everything just hit me just then for a second. I thought, oh, Christ. What a lot of stuff I've got to sort out. But you will. Well, it is one of the London Toy Mecca. It's one of the presents the London Toy Mecca reckons will top wish lists to Santa. Expensive gadgets are out, with none of the top ten revealed more than £100. Another likely favourite is the Bean Boozled Spinner game. Players have to eat jelly beans, risking ones tasting like rotten fish or curdled milk. What the hell? My boys won't be playing that. No, they'll puke. No, you 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 you, just, you make it with real stuff. You get um, cheese sandwich, ham sandwich, and a sh- sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can make those anymore. I think that's frowned upon. It's well, it might be frowned upon, but in my house. I make the Daddy's of rules. rules. <laughs> All right, after um, midnight, well, Ed can come and sit in the studio and we'll just sit and we'll take your call straight to air. Air, air. How's about them apples? Don't call yet. I'll tell you when to call in. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Don't call in for the next couple of minutes because we the news. We'll tell you when you can. Uh, the number you need, though, is 0844 499 1000. It's midnight. I'm in Lee. This is Talk Radio. 
Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. think of one other song that has gargling in it. You can think of another song? Yeah, I can. I can. Go I can. on. It's a really famous song. Um, really famous song. Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now you can call, guys. Call straight to air. Um, Ed, come come join us. Come sit in that one there. Um, uh, you, can, you can give us a call if you want. You don't have to if you don't want. Um, but tonight's question is... Uh, can you think of any songs? Ed, can you think of any songs? Nice to have you in here. Good to be here. Yes. 
What, what, hang on, don't don't knacker the screen. Don't but, break the screen. Move this out of the way. There, there we go. go. Look. Problem solved. Um, can you think of another song that's got gargling in? No, I can't. Is a all right. Is a Beatles song with gargling in. I'm going to move the screen around so the periscopers can see both of your uh, beautiful heads while you have little think. There we go. There's a Beatles song, and it's quite an obvious Beatles song with gargling in. Is it like in the end of All You Need Is Love where it sort of becomes that big mishmash of no. everything? No, that's a big... No, it's not that. Let's um, see if Lime One... Lime One, you're on the wireless! I wondered if I could address the rumours that you were the one that put me in hospital. Literally no idea what uh, she that? was talking about. Mm. Um, uh, Yellow Submarine. Really? Yeah, there's a bit where... Um, Backing vocals are in uh, Gargled, aren't there? Hang on a second, let's see if line one. Yes, line one. Konnichiwa. Um Line two, you're on the wireless. If I die in here, I'm going to haunt you like mad. Are you still in hospital? Yeah. Push the buzzer. No, I can't. Well, no, because someone will come. Well, that's the only way we're going to believe that well, you're there. I don't believe you're in hospital. I believe you're in prison for crimes against sex. <laughs> I surprised myself with the way that sentence He didn't ended. know what to do with that either, did he? No, really? no, but you are you allowed? I would be annoyed, right? Because um, whenever I've visited some, you know, friends or family in hospital, they're always, they always seem to... In fact, the last time my mum was in hospital, that was it, and when she was in intensive care, the woman next to her was delirious and was a lot of shouting and screaming going on throughout the night. Oh, bloody... My, my mum, um, part of the, th- the thing with her MS is she... Um, it's really interesting, actually. I forgot about this. She has lost the bit of the brain that stops you... Um, how am I trying to phrase this? She's lost the bit of the brain that stops... The, 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 it, oh, the filter... It's kind of a filter that stops you going, oh, you look fat today. You know, so she kind of doesn't realise. She's not doing it to be rude. She thinks out loud. Yeah, kind of. And so politeness filter. So we're in intensive care. She's like, that bloody woman last night was screaming. Because, Mum, she's probably dying, you know. We're in intensive care. and Um, But I would be annoyed if I had him. Yeah. In the bed next to me, A, because it would be weird having a listener in the hospital bed next to me, mm-hmm. and particularly a stalker like Gatford, but B, phoning up a radio station at nine minutes past 12 on a Friday night. Who does he think he is? You got, are you allowed? Have, have they... Um, they might put him in a side room, though. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Have they... Have they? Is it proven now that mobile phones... They, they don't affect petrol pumps, do they? They can't no. start a fire. And are they okay in hospitals? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I, they prefer you to have your mobile phone than be continually mithering well, for their I've, well, trundly one. You know. I've used a mobile phone in hospital. And I've had a nurse tell me not to use it. Oh, really? Were you but trying to use it while you were getting a, a scan? Like, you know, when, when you're in one of those big machines where everything is magnetised. I wasn't in the scanner. I was just, Isn't that just um, about not making excessive noise for other people? Well, I wasn't making excessive noise. Well, you do. Send in a text. Yeah, yes, line three. Yes, 
What's this song? It's a good song, isn't it? Is it James Whale? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, evening all. Yes, your uh, award-winning little megastar is here with you until 2 o'clock tomorrow night. Pebbles! He could at least have started singing. Red Rose Radio in the Northwest, Radio Air in Yorkshire. Okay, thank you very much. Here we go. That's, that's good. Nice of James to phone us on his night. Nice yeah. of James to um, just l- give it a rest. <laughs> um, uh, Matt House says, listen to your show. I'd love to know who the parody song chap is. Um, it's Weird Al Yankovic. Um, uh, I'm not. Someone suggested that there is gargling at the end of the comic relief song, song "The Stonk." Well, I don't think that's a real song, so I'm not um, allowing that. Someone's saying they thought it was "Day in the Life" that had the gargling. No, "Yellow Submarine." It's got gargling in. You reckon? I'm not. I'm pretty sure of it. I'm pretty darn sure of it. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number, if you want to um, give us a call. Now it's normally at this point of the show that we've kind of run out of stuff to say that we sort of have a look through the papers. But um, again, the, this week really has been. Oh, here we go. They're doing a series of porridge. Sorry, Kevin Bishop. I'm not Kevin. BBC bosses have ordered a fresh helping of prison sitcom porridge. But he's not being uh, Stanley. What's it? Is he Norman? Stanley, he's like his he? son, isn't he, he's or his grandson, grandson, isn't it? Um, did they show porridge in New Zealand? Yeah, I think we got it about three years ago, maybe four. Wowzers. Yeah. But they do, I guess they do show loads of British stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. We, we get a lot of British and American TV, and a few. There's a few local shows as well. What's what's a, a good Kiwi comedy show. Ooh. Oh, Concords. Concords are good, but do they, I don't know if they count as New Zealand because it was all done by HBO in the US, so it's kind of a US series. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably our greatest, our great comedy show at the moment is Seven Days. It's kind of like a panel, kind of like Mock the Week, okay, sort of thing. Um, is Reese Darby Kiwi or is he? Yep. He's Australian. He, and meeting guys. Yeah, he's of course. He, he, yes, yeah. he's good. He he is good. He's um I like him better in, on TV shows than a stand up. A stand up he just does yeah. impressions and it's I am not a big fan of a stand up, but Yeah. Oh hang on, we've got a caller. Yes, line three. There's a hole in my bucket. Do you like that? This was a staple when I was growing up. This was on the radio a lot. Okay, well, no, no, I, I never to... understood how you could fill a bucket hole with straw. No, I always thought of advice. What do they end up fixing the, the hole in the bucket with in the end? can't remember. It used to be on all the time. Don't you like hit him with it or something? No, don't they get a new... Do they get a new bucket at the end? Do you know the song to no, which I, we refer? I, I know the song. I just don't know what... It doesn't something do with an old lady at the end? I don't know. No, no you're thinking that there was an old lady who f- swallowed a fly. Oh, I don't right. know why. She swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. She is dead, of course. Uh, yes, line two. Hello, 
the hell is that? Oh, look, look at your face. That's your, is that your bored face? It's my... Sounded like, um, like Treasure Hunt or something, but it wasn't. With Annika Rice. Who was the old guy that used to do that? Kenneth Kendall. Was Gosh, it? Gosh, I don't know where that came from. Was he in, um, like a real library? Because they would they get clues and they go, ah, I'll have to go and look at the encyclopedia. They had the contestants in there with him, didn't yeah. they? He must have known where she had to go and was just holding them back. Do you reckon? You couldn't do that now, health and safety. What was the, the programme with the Scottish fella? Interceptor. Thank you. I loved that. I'm the Interceptor. Yeah. The mother of all interceptors. The mother. You are a fanny. <laughs> uh, line four, you're on the wireless. So, basically, um, what I'm thinking of is, um, oh, I can't believe you've done this. I don't know what that was. I'm glad they censored it, but I don't know... Um... I can't believe you did that. Um, Warren Beatty... Jesus, here we go. Warren Beatty missed watching the 90... Oh, how are we going to do ad breaks? I'm just going to run. Oh, all right, fine. Ad break. Fair play. Fair He's play. fast, isn't he? Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. It seems befitting on the last hour of this week to sit back, relax and take calls straight to air. You can call in and do anything you want or talk about anything or you want to pick up on something we spoke about earlier today or maybe you've been listening to the podcast and I said something that annoyed you, you can do that. Um, Ed, can you just move that ever, ever so slightly? Ever so slightly? That way? Just, to, just ever so slightly, so, just so you get my forehead. That's it, perfect. Um, or you can phone up and make fart noises. The only things you can't do, don't swear... Don't be libelous. That's it. And even then I've got it covered because we've got a dump button. 0844-499-1000. Warren Beatty. Uh, oh, did you see the headline? From It was from The Sport. I retweeted it. Yes. What a headline. Bummed for burgling. Did you read the first <laughs> line of it as well? It said they were bummed to within an inch of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, right, it's horrific. It's actually not funny. It's, it's rape. Yeah. Yeah, it's rape. But, but the sport w- had fun with it, didn't they? <laughs> Bummed to within an inch of their lives. Because they, they um, two they burglars... They burgled the wrong house. They burgled um, um, one of America's biggest bummers. <laughs> the uni-bummer. Uh, it's true. This is, this, this is the story, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sexual predator. And I retweeted that. Um, and I felt... I was unsure whether I should retweet mm. it because it is... It is because of what it is, but I retweeted it from, I believe, a gay man's Twitter feed, I think. And so I kind of thought, oh, well, that must mean it's all right then. It's a strange one, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it's. Because I was taken aback, yeah. as you would be, by, by the headline and the general tone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures of the guys as well. I sentence you to 10 years hard bombing. But uh, the pictures of the the guys, the robbers, that they were brilliant pictures because they both looked really shocked. Well, both be. like, Ooh. but yeah, terrible story. Yeah, I mean, absolutely um, terrible. But they're the dregs of society. They're like Is it scum on scum, scum on bum. <laughs> anyway, back to Warren Beatty. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. 
Warren Beatty missed... Can, right, here's the question. Can anybody guess why Warren Beatty missed watching the 1969 moon landing? Who was at it? Ed, what would your guess be? He doesn't have a TV. Um, he was having sex in a hotel. Yes, he was. He spent a lot of the 60s doing that. I bet he didn't see any telly. <laughs> He's barely in his own films. The 79-year-old actor... He's an actor. Randy Gipp. ...said that during the romp with model Edie Sedgwick... They oh, he- hmm? that's not very gentlemanly to name. They heard a voice say on TV, that's one small step for man... <laughs> Teddy on in the background. That's not very romantic, is it? Well, no, I think that probably helped with uh, what was going on the evening. There well, was a we have lift off. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's a shame that you missed that. Is it? Well, well, I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a Warren Beatty film. Dick not, Tracy. No, no, didn't see that. Um, that was Hanky Panky, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Hanky Panky, Spanky Spanky. I went to the cinema to see that. It looked rubbish. Someone's birthday it was rubbish. Yeah. Um, and also, Dick Tracy didn't mean anything over here. No. Um, I'm not seeing Shampoo, which I believe he's in. Oh, oh, what's the... Cla- he's not in... Um, is he in Bonnie and Clyde? Yes. Is he Bonnie and Clyde? Yeah, he's, I'm not he's seen Clyde that. in that. I've not seen that. He's not in the... Um, the um, what's it called? The Hustle, not The Hustle. Yeah. The Sting. He's not in The Sting, is he? No, isn't that Steve McQueen? No, that's Redford. Uh, you ever seen a Warren Beatty film? I, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea who Warren Beatty is. Wasn't he in that thing wow, that was supposed yeah. to be the, um, you know, the David Niven film about going to heaven and then being sent back down? Wasn't he in the, oh, I have the seen American a, football version of that? I ha- no, it's not, that's not a, re- no. Yes and no. No, it's not a remake of that film that well, you're thinking of. Inspired but by that. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's Go not on. in any way connected to the David Niven film, A Matter of, Life, of Life and, and Death. Death. You're thinking of um, Heaven Can Wait. Yes. Which I I, I watched. I have seen the Warren Beatty film and I loved it. Heaven Can Wait's a great film, right? It's a remake of um, something called like Waiting for Mr. James or something Mm. um, from about 1943. Um, I remember watching, we rented Heaven Can Wait from the local video store when there were only, you'd go in, there'd be six videos, particularly as we had Betamax. 08444991000, by the way. I think that's where I got mine from. Yeah. Video shop. And I remember watching it and swearing blind to my mum. I said, I've seen this. She said, no, you haven't. I said, yeah, 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 I've seen this, I've seen this. And I, I must have been seven or eight. And I remember she, my mum got annoyed with me because I kept saying, I've seen this. She goes, you can't have seen it. It's a new film. It's only just come out. And I was adamant that I had seen it. I had the most powerful deja vu I've ever had in my life. Watching Heaven Can Wait. So in a past life, you've been to that video shop? No. No. I. I canny. No. Unhelpful. I think I had actually seen it before. But not... Well, as a kid? Oh, I was a kid. Then. You're not helping at all. Line one, you're on the wireless. It sounds like the kind of bootlegs I spent a lot of the 80s listening to. I recognise that. What was that? Um, line two, you're on the wireless. I'm knocking one out to Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I'm doing my bell watching Disney films. 
statistically, with only one track on the EP. Barry from Watford is the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Combined Indian pop with British pop, and it works. It works, but it doesn't work quite as well as um, as this. <clears throat> Have you seen the video? Yeah. I have a pen. I have an apple, uh, apple pen, I have a pen, I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen, apple pen, pineapple pen, uh, pen pineapple, apple pen. I'll show this to the boys this weekend, see if they like this. Pen pineapple, apple pen. I... Made Kath watch that about a dozen times. Really loud as well. I kept saying, "Will you turn it down?" People, I don't, I don't get it. What is it? That's the thing. It's one of those videos that you're not meant to get, but you you get stuck in your head. Like I'd only just got it out of my head a few hours ago, and now it's going to haunt me for the whole week. Well, the version one version's got fifty six million views. That version, for some reason, has got eight million views. How is that? I don't even know how that is possible. I've got in the zeitgeist. Yeah, I suppose so. Actually. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. hip, hip. I've, Ian, if I may, I've got um, a question, and then um, just I'd like to respond to something you were asking about the other week. Um, the question is, um, you were speaking to a fellow a couple of nights ago, and you asked him if he could do manage about half an hour without having the radio or yes. any sounds on at yes. all. And I never heard... Did you get back to him? And, and yeah, unfortunately, unfo- unfortunately, he killed himself. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's dead. He's, it really is unfortunate, and I think it just goes to show that um, yeah. how how much noise and screen time was playing yeah. an impact also, on his life. Cold turkey doesn't yeah. work for everyone. No. I, so I, I I I can't really say too much about it, as there is a legal case going on. No. And I apologise for bringing the whole scene down. Moving swiftly on. Yeah, probably best um, we do. Now, the other um, day, somebody was asking about why why do we watch horror films and yeah. what is it that we get from it? And a theory I've heard, and I think this was from a psychologist, because I've always wondered about that, is that when you, you can watch these um, things from the safety of your own home, yeah. but you can get the, the adrenaline and the excitement that you get in a sort of being in a dangerous sort of situation 
but you're in the safety of your own home. Now, I don't know what you think of that. That ma- Well, that makes theory. sense. If I'm remembering the conversation correctly, but wasn't it more... And I, I never remember the conversation correctly, so I'm probably wrong. Wasn't it more why are we obsessed with murder? <laughs> well, no, because you, your theory well, you about horror... Them both. Well, you, your theory about horror films... But, but the fact that... Um, I have just put a copy of The Jigsaw Man in my bag to read at some point. The fact that Kath mm. and I have both read um awful book about Fred and Rose West. I like mean, murderers. Oh, absolutely. Don't give me the title. It's <laughs> Don't read awful. It. It's so... It's dis- so awful. You must read it quickly. No, it's yeah. so disturbing. Honestly, I'm reading it thinking, I'm getting no pleasure from this. But we are. we do like, we all like a good murder, don't we? Well, there's a lot of it on telly. Well, there is a lot. And I just wondered... Why? You, and you, th- you think that theory holds true for that, do you? Mm, I think they're dragging... I think television cop shows, I think drag, they're dragging the horror genre down, actually, because I think they're trying to put little bits of horror in it, and I think it should, people should be a bit more purist about it. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, well, purist, I like your style. Thank you very much indeed. Um, someone's been to... Uh, OK, we'll read that later. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Um, I'm not sure if this is all the right sort of uh, place to talk about this, but I just wanted to have a little rant about Amber Rudd, if that's right. Yeah, go on. Well, I just I, I, I can't understand how anyone could ever watch the Tory party conference this week and think, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Why didn't I think of that? We should, uh, we should definitely make all companies have a list of how many foreign nationals they are they have uh, working for them. And um, but seemingly it seems to be going ahead with precious little uh, precious little opposition. You you you, you, you would say that because you're part of the liberal elite. Well, I know I'm sat in my very small bedroom, but you know it's uh, um, it's yeah it's already, no it's it, uh, from what little I saw of the uh, the Tory Party conference, it all sounded rather mean spirited and um, unpleasant. And um, it feels like we've got a UKIP government in place. I, there's all this talk about Theresa May now being taking the centre ground. I didn't spot any of that. It all felt quite right-wing to me. Maybe I missed some of it. It just sounds all kind of like rhetoric, doesn't it? I mean, they say one thing and then say, oh, yeah, so, you know, if you're, uh, we're all in it together unless you're from a different country and then, and then you're not. Then you can bugger off back home. We don't want you here. No, it feels, I, I think it feels mean, um, and um, I know we had Katia call in yesterday, who's a regular caller from Belgium, and um, she's genuinely quite concerned about whether she's going to stay here and, and the the general vibe of the nation. It's all quite um, quite grim, I think. Yeah, I don't know if you saw as well, but they're also, um, the government are no longer taking any kind of advice on Brexit from anyone who's uh, not a British... Um, expert. <laughs> because for, for some reason, if we've they, if, had uh, enough of experts, we've had enough of experts, guys. You know, everyone's saying, "Well, Brexit so far has gone really well." We it's haven't done it. We haven't done it. You wait. You wait. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I've got a feeling we're all doomed. Didn't the pound plummet this week? The pound plummeted this week. Yes, but we haven't even started. Bre- Brexit's going really well. I think I haven't even started it yet. We, you wait. You wait and see what happens then. Oh, yeah, well, never mind. Hey, listen, man, I've got to go, because I'm, uh, I'm going to send Ed out to uh, fire a break, but thank you for that. Um, we're all doomed, guys. You know that, don't you? Don't you? 
0844-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So much in our universe just cannot be explained. But just cannot be ignored. Events and phenomena, past and present, defy so-called rational explanation. How much do we really know, and how much are we allowed to know? Now, week by week, a new publication examines new evidence and explores the theories. The unexplained at newsagents now. Eric von Daniken was essential reading when I was, um, I was just saying his name and then uh, Howard says that he's coming yeah. on. Essential reading. He wrote a brilliant book, I think about 1968, called Chariot of the Gods. And it's all about how the pyramids are made by aliens and um, that we are descendants of beings from another planet. I can kind of dig that, though. I can kind of buy that. It's, it's a theory. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Do you mean we evolved from monkeys? That doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense. It also all. makes more sense an alien that were does it? from aliens. Hang though, on, does it? hang on a second. How does it make? How does how does well, monkeys that, turning into thumbs? Yeah, he's waggling yeah. his thumbs just to listen. To how proof. do you know that the monkeys aren't descended from the aliens? Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, you got me there. How do I they don't bi- know yet. How did they build pyramids? Genuine question. Answer that. Um... That could be aliens. Thank that you. That might be aliens. It might be because because each of those rocks to build um, the pyramid they come from like a thousand miles away, mm-hmm. right? And they each weigh about three ton. I'm making the figures up they here. They had a lot for... of slaves and a lot of them died, and it took ages. How many, how many bricks? All right. How many? This is right. You do some production. Go on work. rollers. The, you're rolling a joint there. No, no, no I'm sure. Go on you. Google. Right, I want, to, I want to know how many of those giant bricks are in a pyramid and how right. much each one weighs. Right. Google that while I take line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. I mean, it's on there. Hello, Alan. I was watching on Periscope for the last few minutes and I can recognise those theme tunes. Okay, did you hear them? Yes, I did. I couldn't make out one, one of them. Go on, what were they? What were they then? They were, they were both from the same programme. Do you remember World of Sport? <laughs> With Dickie Davis? Yeah. He's got Dickie Davis eyes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the theme tunes to World of Sport. No, it wasn't. It was. They were not the theme tune to World of Sport. World of it Sport was. theme was like... No, it was. That's much of the day. No, that was much of a day. The world of sport. Hang on a second. Um, this is world of sport things, you guys. Hang on. Because oh, in that case, yeah, fair play. I'll give you that one. Nice one, Alan. Will you win five pounds? Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, 2.3 million stone blocks. Hang on a second. Line two. <laughs> Go on. How many, how many stone blocks? 2.3 million stone blocks weighing an in, average... In, in each pyramid? Uh-huh. 
Well, in the Giza Plateau, Khufu's builders oriented his pyramid almost perfectly north. The largest pyramid ever built. Okay, so this is the biggest one. It incorporates about 2.3 million stone blocks. And how much do they weigh? Weighing an average of 2.5 to 15 tonnes each. How long do they reckon it took to build it? Flipping ages. It's estimated that the workers would have had to set a block every two and a half minutes. Thank you for that line. One, it's a slight problem because uh, it's on speakerphone, but thank you. So, how many? Right, let's just do the maths. How many blocks? Two point five. What? Two point three million. Two point three million. Yeah. Right. Blocks. Yeah. That's not what you just said. I did. And how much does it weigh? Fifteen tons. Two point five to fifteen tons each. All right. Let's let's say that. Let's say let's be generous. Five tons. All right. Every, every two and a half minutes. Impossible. Impossible. Unless you've got the whole population doing it, but then... Impossible for humans with... What year was it made? 1500s, isn't it? What? On about... A bit later? A bit earlier. When? Give me it's a like year. The ancient world, not the medieval All right. times. All right. Yeah, minus 1500s. Yes. Thank you, Ed. Don't say. Think how long it takes to build a building in the city of London. I mean, exactly. And that's with trucks and fewer people and cranes and everything. Yeah, but you're not punishing people on pain of death to get it sorted out, are you? Maybe if they did, they might get more done. Um, One theory that's been mooted, and I think this is a good theory, is that gravity was lighter then. I've said that before, and you've pulled that exact same face before. Why is your mind so closed Science. I've got come out. What, what does um, what does uh, Michelle Andreas call it? A reckoning, a knowing. I need to be out of my mind or something. No, I need to give you're me- in your mind too or something. I am in you. <laughs> that was the prop. Anyway, two point three million blocks, an average of five tons each. Humans couldn't do that. Humans could not do that. It had to be either not of this world. Or not of that time. Time travel is a possibility as well. Definitely. Definitely. Let's see if Line 1's got something to contribute. Let's Line 1. Okay, thank you very much indeed. That's, um... Let's try line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, you're on the air. Two, two, one, eight, three, nine. What is this? I'm the next is a... Two, nine, zero, four, nine. Just, it, just in case it's a phone number. I don't think it is, but, you know. One, Echelon. Echelon? What's that? Echelon. 
Six. I mean, the spies are listening. Oh, for goodness. Get, get off the line, then, you plum. Jeez. Oh, you didn't like that, did you? Didn't like that. That unsettled me. Some of these things unsettled me. Things that unsettled me as a child was hearing a tape of my granddad snoring. I remember thinking it was ghosts. Five years old, and we all ran out of the, my mum's bedroom screaming. It was terrifying. Um, Who taped him? I don't know. I don't know. Another thing that I remember hearing um, the Talking Head song. And you may find yourself living in Once some in a lifetime. Oh, I remember hearing that in a dark bedroom on a Sunday evening. Um, I mean, that came out 83, so I would have been 9 or 10. Scared the life out of me because it was so wibbly and wobbly, and just that it wasn't a it wasn't a song, it wasn't a song. Another song line. I don't know what this song is from. I suppose I could Google it and find out. All I remember is hearing this line, and the whole sound was so terrifying. I ran downstairs screaming. Right, and this little radio I had, and the line was: someone said the line, "Woman in Wellington." So that's it. So I go woman in wellington i remember hearing this and i crap myself i don't know what isn't it weird isn't that weird yeah mm. how you can get scared like that mm-hmm. um we're gonna have a little break I'm gonna eduardo run so gently gently stroll out there another 15 minutes of the show to go it's um i've enjoyed tonight it's been fun um oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, line one. David's pub shop. It's pop shop. I think that um, Carrie from Carrie and David. I don't think there's anyone more beautiful than her on television. Gosh, I think she's stunning, absolutely stunning, and they're a delightful couple. I've interviewed them many times. Huge fans. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Turn your radio off. Sorry. That's all right. On. That's all right. Don't panic. It's How are panic. you? I'm tired. I'm tired, actually, now. I'm very tired, but I'm good. Catherine is here, right. and Eddie's here as well. We're all here, guys. Oh, well, hello to you all. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm not brave enough to just play you without asking you first. Oh. You know how other people come on, they just play you stuff like that last person? Yeah. And then you just listen to it. Well, I've been sending you stuff on Twitter, a tune, asking you to listen to it. And I thought, shall I just play it down the phone? But I didn't have the guts to do that. What tune was it? So I was going to ask... Huh? Hang on a minute. What? What? Because I get sent... Uh, well, hang on, I've been sent loads and loads of stuff. What? Um... Right, on Twitter... Yes, on Twitter. I've sent you something. Particle Man. Oh, yeah, but they might be giants. You say it as though I won't yes. know it. Say it again. You you say you 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 say it as though I won't have heard of Particle Man. Oh well, I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew the tune, Particle Man. Everybody knows Particle Man. Oh, do they? You know Particle so, Man, don't you, Catherine? I didn't know that. No, I'm sending it to Hang you. On. Ed, do you know Particle Man? 
I probably know it by sound, not title. Particle Man, Particle Man, Particle Man hates Triangle Man. They had a fight. Yeah. Da, 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 particle wins. That's it, isn't it? That's it. So I was sent, because I don't even, these little weird tunes that you have in between stuff, I thought, oh, Particle Man might be a good one. Um, yeah, Particle Man was, um, um, hang on a minute, here we go, here we go. This is... Particle Man, Particle Man, doing the things a particle can. What's he like? It's not important. Particle Man, is he a dot or is he a speck? When he's underwater, does he get wet? Or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows Particle Man. Triangle Man, Triangle Man. Triangle Man hates Particle Man. They have a fight, Triangle wins, Triangle Man. Yeah, 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 it's a great song, Particle Man. It's from uh, They Might Be Giants' brand new album, Flood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flood is a ma- Flood is a masterpiece of a record. I love that album. And um, did you know they they did um, uh, Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, the theme tune for that. Yeah, and also Big Bang Theory. No, they didn't. No, no, didn't they? No, that was the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh. oh, they did um, an excellent. Uh, they've done several because uh, I've interviewed uh, They Might Be Giants a couple of times, and uh, I have a wonderful oh. signed copy of uh, Flood where they scribbled all over it. It's one of my treasure possessions. They did a brilliant um, album for kids called um, um, Here Comes Science, I think. And it I has. Think I thought an interview about it. Get get it, man. Get it. Forget the interview. Get it. Go and listen to Electric Car. I will do it. Oh. Do you, do you remember the, what's the one on um, Flood? Istanbul, not Constantinople. Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Constantinople, we get the works. That's nobody's business but the Turks. Never yeah. heard of it. Thank you for that, Tina. Uh, let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Ed, you talk to them. Maybe your soft tones will get them out of their shell. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, line one. That that's you, by the way. Go. Go. Don't leave me hanging, man. Come on. I'm heading for the cut off. Give them one more chance. Come on, one more chance. Okay, oh. Catherine, you try it. You try it. You try it. Who's on this crunchy line? Oh, Bristol Rovers. They uh, improve a point, of course. Bristol Rovers had a big Brexit, and below that, Burnley, Charlton, and Fulham four lost. Let's have a look at the situation at the tops of Division 3 and 4. Well, Sheffield Wednesday stay at the very top, uh, just on goal difference over Grimsby. Blackburn, who beat Chesterfield, goes third. Chesterfield dropping down into fourth place. And Colchester fifth, Sheffield United are sixth. At the top of Division 4, well, it's still Warsaw there by seven points ahead of Huddersfield. Thank you. They've gone. <laughs> but a really weird hour, this, isn't it? Yeah. Really weird. I, but great because of it. I love it, you know. That was clearly a message just for me. Just gotta fathom out what it Do means. You want to translate for us. Yeah. Um, uh, Ian Lee takes calls straight to air on occasion. This has cost me forty-two pounds in one night, says Ben. Um, you pay the moment the call is answered by Talk Radio. We do say that, yeah. Um, seven pence a minute plus access charge, significantly more from mobiles. Um, true straight to air is when nobody answers until the presenter does our phone system isn't um, work like that Ben I'm sorry you're offended by that and I'm sorry if you feel you've been misled 
Um, but we do say seven pence a minute plus access charge, significantly more from mobiles. Um, you know, when your phone stops ringing, that's when you start paying. That's that's kind of obvious, isn't it? People know that with phones, I guess. I don't know. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. How long have you and Ed and Captain Ed worked together? Six months. Six months. Six long which, bloody months. Uh, which one of you would you say knows Ed better? Kath does, definitely. I can't stand the man. Because <laughs> it's time for a very, very quick game of... Oh, no. G'day! Who knows Ed? G'day! Ready? It's a bit offensive. He's a New Zealander. Yeah, you, you just sit up Australian. We don't mind racial stereotypes. I mean, some of the best humour comes from... So... If Ed could play the didgeridoo with one of the following celebrities, who would it be? Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, or Scarlett Johansson? Ian, pick one. Scarlett Johansson. Cap? I think it would be cousin Taylor Swift. Ed? For legal reasons, she is not my cousin, otherwise that's really, really wrong, but yeah, it would be Taylor Swift. Oh, one point to Cap. Oh, yeah. Well done. Okay, so if there was a obviously a big bush in New Zealand, yeah, there is. If Ed was going into the bush with a colleague Mm -hmm. as part of a bonding process, Mm -hmm. would he choose George Galloway, Eamon Holmes, or Paul Ross? (laughs) Ian, George Galloway. You say go in the bush with Galloway, Kath. Um, Yeah, I think you'd go for Galloway too. But do I have to choose someone different just for... Yeah, of course you do. I think so, yeah. It's a quiz. Well, you've not thought this through. No, you, it's... I haven't. Uh, all right, well, let's go. You've just because you don't see enough of each other. Paul Ross. You know, Eid. It's got to be Galloway. Yeah. It's the mother of all bush companions. Is that one all? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is, Rob. OK, finally... Thank God. <laughs> Electric Blue is a worldwide brand, but does Ed know what it means and what it's for? Ian? No, he doesn't. Kath? Well, I've got to say yes. Ed? I have no clue. <laughs> so we, we, we took advantage of his naivete. <laughs> and mine, what is it? Oh, Catherine, come on. What? Rob, do you want to tell them? It's, uh that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Okay. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. And this is live. Thank you for an amazing show. George, you're a funny. Thank you very much. Ed, um, I'm going to bid you good evening. If you want good to leave next talks, we're going to end in two minutes. And Have I'm... a great weekend, everyone. Ta-ta. Um, well, I think we, uh, I think we got away with it again. Yeah, we tore Friday a new one. I think I know who Ben is who sent us that email. I've got a good idea, too. Ah, I've got a good idea. Gosh, it must be wine time. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's about this time last time, yeah. wasn't it? Because uh, that's that. I mean, that is a made-up email address. Hilarious. If ever I saw one, um, you, oh, it really is, isn't it? Oh God, oh dear, darling, please, please, you know, go and focus on your own career, and let me get on with mine, dearie me. Um, 
Thank you for a solid week of shows. Thank you for the chili con carne, mm-hmm. what you done made. It's appreciated. Um, don't forget, dear listener. Well, let's, let's take this one. Line one, you're on the wireless. All of which makes me anxious. Oh. Um. Yeah, you stay there then, buddy. You stay there as long as you want. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, line two. Hello. Hello, line two. Hello. Yes. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, I'm walking home now. That's great. Yeah, it's good. Well, thanks. Um, oh, you, know, no. you know your record label? Yes. What exactly does it do? It releases records. What, though? Well, like, stuff to do with the monkeys. If I am a, like, a novice of monkeys... Yes. What do I need to know? You need to get the monkeys' greatest hits. That's all you need to know. Is that is that it, really? That'll do you. That'll do you. Line three, you're on the wireless. We're going to have a beautiful ending. I know. If, if line one is, is up to speed, we're going to have a beautiful ending. Yes, line three. Have you seen the old man? Close down market. It's been taught beat. Digging up <laughs> with his one Thank you very much. We have to end it there, dear listener. Thank you very much. And over to you, anxious man. He blew it. <laughs> Talk radio. 24 hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.